what's up, guys? Thanks for joining us again on the uh, sixth edition here of Off the Record at Hi-Fi Critter. I'm your host, Nick Mack, and today I'm joined with Mr. Colin Marchese, the founder of the SoCal Pop Punk Coalition. Yo. What, what's up? Yo. And we've Boos, got Jose... Boozy Bike Rider, dog. That is true. Yeah, I, I, I sometimes indulge in boozy bike rides. <laughs> That's illegal. <laughs> that is illegal. You can get a BUI. Yeah. Anyway, so we've also got here uh, Jose Zepeda, drummer from Graveler. Hello. Welcome. It's just us three today. It's a little bit more laid back. We're just kind of hanging out and talking about a couple different topics. Chew. Some stuff from the, the coalition, a couple updates, a couple, you know, future plans we've got going on. Um, and then, you know, a couple things, I think with our, our own band, we're going to be a little greedy this time and talk a little bit about some stuff we've got going on and plans for the little five day tour we've got going on. And then um, a little stuff from, from my corner as well, from the studio and stuff that I got going on. Anyway, welcome guys. Good to see you again. It's very nice. Thank you for having us. Of course, oh. we got the AC running. It's a little comfortable. Sounds good. It does sound good. It's nice. Little, it's little chilly. Super low frequency buzz. Little, um, yeah. It's probably around like... You, know, you shouldn't have said that, Colin. He's going to stress about that for hours now. Not really, because I'm a 20, professional. It's like a 25 hertz, you know. That would be almost inaudible. Yeah, well, almost. 20. 20 to 20. <laughs> I don't, most systems won't even reproduce that. 20 to 20,000. It's true. I was told. It's, it's true. It's human hearing. It's true. Some some a little bit lower. Most a little bit lower, but lower. Uh, true. A lot of people can only hear up to like sixteen. There's like a hybrid dog people out there, huh? Some people can hear higher than twenty k, which is kind of crazy. But I mean, what information's up there that's even gonna be pleasing? Not talk that high. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I communicate with people who can hear that way. That's so weird. That's how I test them. I start speaking at thirty thousand. Thirty. Jeez, that's way too <laughs> rowdy for me. Anyway, so we were, just to kind of jump this off, since it's just us three today, we just watched a, a video about something new. Something new? I think it's really exciting. It's Apple Music, which is a whole new, almost kind of semi-revolutional way to purchase music, experience music, and have music integrated with your life, which is something I find, just from watching it, really exciting. I'm obviously like, every day, 24-7, music, 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 so something that, that can be, you know, incorporate with the lifestyle is very important. Did you know so. it's not free? No, I didn't know that, but that's something I would be willing to pay for. Okay. And, and that, that is something that I'm excited for Apple because they make things a lifestyle, and I'm excited about the lifestyle. So. And I'm representing yeah. the Cynic camp. There you go, Zach. I'm, uh, I think I'm, I don't know as much about it yet, you know, or nobody knows really yeah. much about it yet, so it's hard to say. Um, and it's like some of the things they're doing, it's, they just make things that are already happening yeah, yeah. Cool, like better, almost oh, enhanced. There's radio online. That's crazy. That's never been done before. See, okay, what it's it what it sounds like to me is that they're making they want to make music like the Apple Music specifically more of a like Nick said a social network. Yeah. Sort of thing. But they're also incorporating a lot of things that we've never heard before like they're having a worldwide radio that plays in three different locations. There's that's, a, that's that shit happens everywhere. Like Yeah, I know, but not online. I I understand that, but not like this. How so? How not like this? Because this is Apple. So what? They have like three stations. Yeah, I know. You can go listen to any radio station in the world online right now if you wanted to. You could. You could. That's true. Yeah, you're right. It's true. But I mean, the thing... But I guarantee you that it's going to be easier to do it on Apple. It's going to be the thing... Anyone... Are you going to go to the website? The thing that it's going to be about Apple, here's the thing. If you look at all their products, and this is something that I've kind of noticed from a friend of mine, Sean Kellett, who is extremely all about Apple stuff. I mean, he even just got the watch, which is incredible. Yeah. But the thing that you notice with Apple stuff is, across the board, it's integrated. Everything's integrated. Everything connects. Everything is in a circle. And everything... Everything Jose's like connects. pointing straight at you with a happy grin on his face, like yes, yeah. So I mean, it's it's that's one thing that that I feel like Apple will do with this 
Yeah, you could listen to any music. You could listen to Spotify. You could listen to all this other thing. But another thing to cover really quick yeah, yeah, go is ahead. another great thing for, for underground music or, or people that aren't necessarily in the mainstream is it also, they showed in the video, they made a point to say, hey, this affects you too. This is something great that can get you paid as well. You know, help you connect with your listeners on a, a multifaceted, you know, in, in so many different ways. Yeah. And you can really engage, which which is kind of something that I think we all need versus just like, you know, they mentioned just bits and just just a song. You can connect on like this huge platform which yeah, is yeah. really cool if it really is like a new social media for music like a new myspace you know when myspace was thriving yeah then that's cool that is cool well, yeah see and here's here's the thing with apple like the the thing that i was gonna say earlier is that i think it'll be better than not better than most radio stations but i, don't, I think it'll be more popular than most radio stations because it's gonna be so accessible mm-hmm. you're not gonna have to go download another app it's, it's integrated it seems like there's gonna be an update and your music button on your iphone yeah is gonna have all this functionality now. Absolutely. But is it enough for people to pay 10 bucks a month for it? I, I don't know. It I depends. Know when there's no free version? No. I don't know. But there's a thing about Apple too, and it's it's um, not obviously not everyone's going to do it, period. There's probably, yeah. especially at yeah. first, a lot of people that aren't going to do it, they're going to just stick with what they have, which is cool. But mm-hmm. I think the thing that Apple does do that I, I, I really think is kind of cool is they almost present like this class and this almost like, not not that everyone who's not us is is, you know, dingy or not as cool, but there's like this elegance the way that Apple does things, not only from their design, but their marketing, their boxing, that everything comes in. And, you know, I think this looks very, very clean. Like the the, the radio hosts they have on there look very, there's an image that Apple sells you and they want you to buy into that image, which is really cool. Yeah. You know what and, I mean? I mean, up until so. this point, they've done that with iPhone and yeah, iPod. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like, I don't even know anyone that owns an MP3 player that's not an iPod. Like a Zoom, Zoom got blown out of the water. You yeah. know what I mean? So, yeah. I mean, you can go back. So, I mean... For me, I'm kind of new to the whole Apple thing. Do you guys I mind mean, if I answer my phone call on air real quick? Who is it? My girlfriend. Uh, bring her on. We have a guest. First guest on Hello? the show. Hey, what are you doing? Hey, babe. I'm recording a podcast right now. I thought that was Sunday. Oh, my gosh. Why did you answer your phone? Because we thought it'd be funny to record it and put you on speaker. Now you're on the podcast. Oh. Oh, man. Okay. Well, just call me later then. You're okay. Break, you're breaking up with him? <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye. Bye, love. You know she couldn't hear you, right? <laughs> yeah, you're on speaker. Yeah, I know, but you talk like at a normal level, like like if she could hear you through the headphones, like I could. <laughs> Funny little interjection, though. I am looking into ways to get callers on because I've got a, a few people that that I've been talking to the last week or so. A friend of mine from New Mexico, Nathan. I'm gonna give a shout out to you. You the mm-hmm. homie, and a friend of mine from Kentucky, Ryan, too. Who they've got, you know, offer some cool. Yeah, pieces yeah. of insider, which would be cool to have on the show and then maybe have a couple of listeners, you know, be able to call in if we have like this pre-announced thing. But that's one thing I've been working on. So yeah, that'd, that'd be, be cool. cool. Yeah, that so, speakerphone sounded pretty good right there. It did. But I mean, I mean, like, but he's talking course, about, he's talking about like injecting someone directly into DI, the feed. fucking straight off the phone and then our, they would hear our feed as well. Oh. So, you know, that'd very, cool. you know, professional audio engineer type stuff. So, so. anyway, sorry, that's sorry to. That's the only thing they do that you do here at Hi-Fi is professional shit. That's it. So that's sorry, it. sorry to derail. <laughs> period. Sorry to derail everything with that phone call, but back to Apple. Oh. What we were saying before. Yeah. What were we saying before? Well, I was saying that it seems like like they, they're really good at selling a lifestyle. Like yeah, absolutely. Said, they're, yeah. They, they made, like, they made everyone want an iPhone. Even, like, when I was younger, I didn't have an iPhone. I had, like, just some crappy Android phone. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I don't want an iPhone. It probably wasn't even Android. It was probably a flip phone, right? No, it was, like, a, one of those sliding phones that had a touchscreen on it. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. So it was a smartphone. So okay, it was yeah. a smartphone, but smartphone, it, was like, yeah. it was, like, the early ones. Okay. And I saw iPhones, and I was like, I mean, they're cool, but I don't really want one. And the second I actually held one in my hand and yep. used it, I was like, I want this. Yeah. I, it feels I good, too. That's like with me. Like, I had a... Sh- I forgot. I got an upgrade, and so I got, like, some smartphones, some, like, shitty smartphone. 
and then it was the same exact price to get like the last year's model iPhone. And I was like, eh, I'll just like I'll get the iPhone three. Why not? And so I like I swapped it out. And I was like, oh my god, this is so much better than what right. I was using before. The yeah. streamline is just insane. Like they they can make everything so simple and so effective. Mm-hmm. And that's what I think their power is. But a lot of people like listening to Ted tech podcast and stuff like has shown me that a lot of people feel that apple's lost a lot of ground since steve jobs passed away because mm-hmm. um they they seem to have taken a couple missteps like a lot of people think the six plus is a misstep because eh. nah well i mean <laughs> people, people think that because samsung has yeah. the big phablet phones or whatever and that, it's so preference-based. Yeah, phone, phone tablets. Tablet. Yeah. It's, funny, it's so preference-based when it comes if you to go that to kind any, of stuff. If you go to any like phone store, that's what they'll call it. They'll be like, oh, we have phablets. I would call it a phablet. Because <laughs> you <laughs> but, know why they buy in that screen. Yeah, but, yeah, but yeah, a lot of people will argue that that <laughs> since Steve Jobs died, since Steve Jobs died, that, they, that Apple's been playing catch-up with yeah. Samsung and all those other companies. Well, you know what they're trying to do? I, just, this is a guess on my point. I'm yeah, completely yeah. wrong. But if, if a CEO dies... And somebody else is going to fill the shoes. Obviously, they've got like you know the liner notes that they left behind, how they want them to carry out the company. But also, they're trying to they're trying to figure it out for themselves. It's yeah. Somebody else steering the ship. So of course, they might go a couple different places. But I mean, period. Apples, apples. They they got they got the funding that they do. Apples, 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 apples. Have you guys seen the you know? the Jobs movie? I yeah, have not. With Ashton Kutcher. Read his book or anything? No. The Jobs book, dude. Pirates of he, Silicon Valley is a much better representation of Steve Jobs' life if you've seen that movie. <laughs> well, he's a fucking dick. <laughs> oh, he was an asshole, but he knew how to sell a product. Oh yeah, he was like, he's every person who's like super successful is just weird as shit. Yeah, and he he was a, a fucking asshole and weird as shit, and it yeah. was like the perfect combination, perfect storm. That's Not awesome. for the people they're working for, maybe that's but, rough. But for the consumer, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. but um, but anyways, I I think this music. Back to my point, this music, um, like this new music service that they're releasing, I feel like. This is the first thing, in my opinion, that they're doing yeah. on their own that doesn't yeah. seem like they're playing catch-up. It seems yeah. like they're like, no, we're going to be Apple, and we're taking this in the direction. You guys yeah. are going straight, we're going left. And well, it's, it's like it's like elaborating on top of the iWatch situation. It's like, you know, Colin, you brought up that on another podcast. Like, yeah, they're not the first people to do that. But mm-hmm. when when you have, when Apple goes after something, they're usually going to do it better, and they did. Yeah. And it's like, of course, like there's Spotify, there's Pandora. There's a whole list of other things that that have been done, like internet radio or whatever you want to call it. But it seems like I'm really excited about it. There's so many different things that set it apart and elaborate on all those other things. And another thing that I think is really great, going back to the independent artist thing, is that's that's good for so many people, not on, only the independent artist, but also someone in my position as well, like a recording engineer, mm-hmm. because then bands will have budgets, artists will have budgets, you know what I mean, to be able to finance their their musical career, you know what I mean, which is really, really what it's all about. Because I can't tell you how many times I've run into you know possible situation where I'm going to work with a client, and they really want high quality work, and that's what I do here. HiFiCritter.com, check it out. <clears throat> anyway, but no, seriously, like you'll be all right, well, what's your budget? And they go, Well, we we really don't have one. And they can't really afford it or whatever. So they have to settle for a subpar recording that they either, you know, fashion up themselves and they don't really know anything about it, or they just they go somewhere where it's yeah. just like way under budget. And then at the end they don't really get to support themselves and that can stunt their growth. You know, people could could hear their recordings go, man, that band sucks or whatever, you know? Because yeah. it is important. Quality, you know, quality, yeah. It's important. It's like when you hand somebody a resume for your job or whatever, like we want to do this, you know, and you, you want to hand it to them, you want to represent yourself correctly. So mm-hmm. recording is is pretty much like a business card. It's like, hey, you know, this is what we do. This is what we sound like. This is what we represent. And it's, it's really... And it sounds like shit. Yeah. It's important. Like your to re- music could be good, but if the quality is terrible, then it yeah. really sets back. It's something that I, yeah. I personally would, yeah. wouldn't want to listen to in yeah. my car, you know? Yeah, and, yeah. The, and that's, that's different also from a lo-fi, hi-fi type thing. Like, you know, for instance, a band like Hit Me Herald, they're very organic. 
You know what I mean? And the record that we did was a little bit less, you know, spliced and, you know, there's no vocal tuning. There's no, and it yeah, sounds yeah. good that way, but, but it, think, it's not garbage. But I think know? that's, that's, that's a testament to the style, right? Because I don't Absolutely. think they, I don't think they would sound good if they were in an environment where everything was spliced. And you, We did and Clevenger and it wasn't, it was a lot more surgical on my end and it sounds good, but they, but nothing like, compared to what you just did with them, right? Yeah, no, and, yeah. and they asked me too, like, hey, can we, you know, like dial it yeah, back yeah. a little bit? And I was like, yeah, absolutely. So, you know, we kind of, absolutely, that's a good point too. So, I mean, style definitely dictates what where you should go, yeah. but I mean, it's important for, this is going to give bands the ability to invest themselves. Not this alone, it's going to be this and a couple other things, and also the band's going to have to make the decision. But I think see, it's a small little point where bands are going to start to be making money again. But see, so. and here's, here's where I become cynical about this, right? Mm-hmm. Because... What it seems like to me is like it seems like they're they're trying to do two things at the same time, and that's make, um, like make major bands and major artists more accessible to people. Yeah, by bringing them down to like a level where people feel like they can interact with them personally. Okay, or like mm-hmm. be be in, in like entwined with them in their mm-hmm. lives and in what they're doing. Totally, they're talking about how you're going to be able to hear mixtapes and projects before they're even part of the actual catalog. That's the official catalog. Yeah, you know? yeah. And the other thing they're trying to do at the same time, what it seems like, is like they're trying to get artists that are. That are on the lower le- like the lower end, like somewhere a little closer to where we are. More independent artists. And push them a little harder. Mm-hmm. Now, my problem with that is that like we don't really know how they plan on doing that. And mm-hmm. I think it could become very predatory. Like Apple could be the kind of company that could be like, Yeah, we can get you seen by more people if you pay like the Facebook thing. If you pay more a month. Exactly. Yeah, I, I mean, but but I mean, then that just goes into this. That ties into promotion deals. You know, Apple can run a promotion deal, which isn't a bad thing. You're going to have to pay for promotion somewhere along the way in some form, whether it be a website or it be a, a commercial or whatever. I don't think a pan would have a commercial, but I mean, you know, some sort of yeah, yeah. something you're going to fuck. CDs are promotion, period. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Live performance is promotion. Driving to the, the performance, that's, you know, in a way paying for yourself to promote yourself. So, I mean, that is a really good point. I mean, that's something to be careful of, but I think Apple has, I mean, if you think about it, and, and especially the audio community, Apple is very much, that's a mainstay for like the production facilities and all that. Yeah. Everyone, I mean, I've done production on PC for a long time. You know, I, I have Mac now. I'm exclusively on Mac. I love Mac. But I mean, I feel like Apple has a sort of loyalty to those people that yeah. are creating on their on their platform yeah. or whatever. So I don't, I don't know about that. I mean, fuck, we should pay attention to that though. I mean, that's yeah. a good point. But. but I mean, and the other thing is they, they seem like they're working with some real heavy hitters in the music industry. Yeah. I think, I think what we're gonna see for the first time in a really long time is people that get discovered by actual producers and labels and stuff that are yeah. tied to Apple that are like they're closely that are like, oh, this band's doing okay. Let me check out their music. Yeah, as opposed to iTunes where people just buy a CD. Totally, and, you know. Yeah. So the biggest question though, out of everything of all this, yeah, is Taylor Swift gonna be on Apple Music? Oh, oh. shit. I think she might be. I'll tell you why. If, because the royalty thing and the, and the paying the artist thing. And I think yeah, they they made know, it seem they made it seem like they're going to pay out more. Well, yeah. I mean, for for like just if you look back, like Napster, you know, Lime LimeWire and all that stuff. It's like those are evils that are going to be around forever. I mean, maybe not in those in those ways. They're kind of dead. But you know, quote unquote pirating or illegal downloading is a thing that has just become a part of the musical culture yeah. in 2015. But um, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm really excited after watching that clip. I'm really excited. Yeah. I feel like it's a good positive step forward. And, you know, I think it's going to give people something to, and for me, I can see where people are like, I don't want to pay for music because I'm paying for a file. I'm paying for an MP3, a shitty MP3 yeah, file, a yeah. uh, little glimmer of light. I think they're going to go and they're going to start um, maybe doing higher quality audio with that too, because that's something that's kind of been brought to the general public Yeah, uh, is the distortion of sound when you have shitty MP3s or like, you know, poor quality sound. They're going to have that. It seems possible. And then another thing too, um, 
shoot a lot. I lost my train of thought. Um, the um, fuck, I thought I lost it. Oh well. Anyway, high quality audio. They're is gonna that, have that. Is that like a really big difference? When absolutely, I, well, because like, Tidal had that had like the the cheaper one, and then they had a more expensive one that was like super high quality. Well, Spot, Spotify like does a, that too. They do that too. It's like an audio file. Is, is thing. it really that big of a difference when you listen to it side by well, side? Yeah. It, it, for, it's, what, I mean, what are they actually doing? Here's what you're doing when you make an MP3. It's it's basically you're removing information. You're removing stuff that you're most likely not you're going to hear. It. You're compressing it. You're you're taking out bits of the audio. So you're removing you're removing sound of it, the, like the fidelity like frequency. Frequency is absolutely information. So and, there's there's and codecs that can compress that in a certain way that, that aren't as bad now, which is really cool. But at the end of the day, when you're streaming audio over anything, it's going to be some sort of compressed file. Yeah, usually. and I and I think we see that more on our end because we're we're older and we're more connected into the music community. I don't think that's going to make a difference to like a younger kid. Like when I was young, if I listen to the, I listen to a lot of CDs I used to listen to when I was young. I'm mm. like, I can't get through it's this. Like, <laughs> My ears don't yeah. let me and like, you know, yeah. like that. and that's a period too of, of the digital revolution. And this yeah. is more on the recording end, but I mean, there's a period of time where, you know, in the early nineties, it was exclusively tape. You had tape, yeah. you were recording to tape through an analog console. Mm-hmm. There was, not really such thing as a home recording studio. Now, can I ask a question really quick? Did they yeah. say that they actually have a streaming service coming? Is that that's it's a radio? Yeah, it's a it's a well, streaming service. But the radio seemed like it was a live thing. It didn't seem like it was. It's going to be a twenty four hour live radio feed, pretty much. Yeah, it's live. Yeah, and, but that they're not from. I didn't. Maybe I just understood it wrong. But I didn't understand that they were doing like a like a Spotify radio where it was a where it was like, hey, you pick this artist, you play this, and then yeah. Is it that? I think they already have that. That's Apple Radio. Yeah, I ra- iTunes already, Radio. Yeah, iTunes Radio. Whatever. That actually have that already. Oh, okay, cool. Because yeah. I basically like Pandora, yeah. but it's Apple's version, and and they didn't really promote it. I don't think so. It's kind of yeah, just been on your phone. Yeah, like nobody's really. I've have it, I've have it, but I never even. Tried I think it's out. a step towards what what's going to happen now. It's like a complete back to Apple's kind of like mo is like integration with not only their product but like the life of the people that are using them. So. They've already kind of poised like the Apple Radio to be there. I think they're all finally kind of just like wrangling it in with this this thing. Because I think I think we'll something see. that I think something that would be smart, like going back to the Taylor Swift thing, yeah, is um they were talking about how like we were, we were wondering like is she going to be on there? She's already on iTunes, right? Yeah. So if Apple's smart enough yeah, to be like true. here, if Apple's smart enough to be like here, are the singles that she's put out this year that are huge, yeah. but let's put them on on the radio. And then there's a tab right on the side that says buy full album. Mm-hmm. And that's the only way you get the other six or seven songs or whatever it is. The exclusive content. Yeah. Only yeah. Way to listen to them. I mean, the, the only way to listen to them is to buy them except for singles, right? Yeah. I think that could be an easy way for them to be like, hey, we're going to keep you happy. They're going to buy your record. It's not like Spotify where they can get it for free if they're paying our monthly service. Yeah. Because I feel like that's that's the only way you can really do it. But I mean, at the same time, Taylor Swift's not going to pull her music off of iTunes if we're being real. Well, yeah. She's not going to pull it off of iTunes, but I wonder if she can opt out. She can't. She can't sell that many records physically. I don't think. But if people could listen to it for or for the ten dollars a month. Then it's like the same thing as Spotify. That's but that. Why. But that's what I'm saying. If they have, if they have that issue where they're like, if I'm not an issue, if they have that that thing where they're like, all right, well, here's the singles. You've seen these music videos. You've heard these songs a million times. Mm-hmm. If you want to listen to the rest of the CD, you have to purchase the songs on iTunes. Mm. Maybe because I, it's so easy, right? To integrate it and be like, buy yeah. album. Yeah, they could. I I feel like another thing Apple's not going to do either is they're not going to like leave shit to be like. That's almost like withholding. I don't think they're going to do that either. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. not a bad idea, but I, they're not going to hold anything hostage. You want to buy something? Sure, go for it. I think the the thing that they're offering with this service is like you mentioned it earlier to really get to know. That's why I think one thing that that is kind of been not taken away, but I feel like the, the social aspect of it, the 
kind of takes you away from the artist and they're trying to bring you closer to get to know them a little better, more on a personal level, whether that be, you know, real or not to kind of, you know, they have their persona or whatever, they're an artist, you know, but to kind of bring the fans closer to their experience, you know, it seems like they're really tying in this huge experience, which is really cool. Yeah, so. yeah. Yeah. And I'm fangirling about it right now, which, cause I'm, I mean, for me, it's a big thing, especially, you know, being a part of the industry and whatever, and like on the, the big end of it. And then, you know, working and having my own freelance thing, it's, it's at the end of the day, it's a struggle. Like, how are we going to get paid? How are you going to get paid? Cause yeah. we all need to pay bills period. No matter if you're, if you're in a band and you're trying to fund a tour or whatever, or if you're an engineer trying to, to, you know, pay for a space to rent, you know, a studio. Yeah, but I mean, um, we won't find out until it's out. Of course, it's actually going to be like, yeah, yeah. and it's not going to be the end all. all problems I really either. hope that it's as cool as like as they're pushing it. Like you think it's going to be, yeah. And I mean, it's not going to be the the end of all problems or whatever either. It, nothing is. But I mean, what it just comes down to is, it's. I think I I get excited about when something connects all these different things, especially on a social level, and makes music about being, you know, an artist again. That's really cool and exciting. So, and I mean, I'm just really hyped about it. Maybe a little more hyped than I should be, but I mean. I like to get excited about well, things. We'll find so. out on the 30th. On the 30th. 30th is when it drops. I'm excited about that. So speaking of dropping, we didn't really, this is Graveler News, you know, going to plug our own band for a minute, but we didn't drop a record, but I guess re-releasing it, a special tour edition, and we tried a new place besides Disc Makers. Oh yeah, we talked about Nationwide yeah. Disc, and we wanted to let, right here. We wanted to let everyone know uh, if, it's a, if it's a thumbs up, if it's a thumbs down, if it's whatever, where are we at with it? But to me, it looks great. I think it's a good investment. I think it's a little bit cheaper. Or I should say inexpensive oh, because it doesn't look cheap. It's a lot a bit inexpensive. <laughs> like, yeah. holy crap. How much did, so we we originally got digipacks from Disc Makers, right? And we, we got, got a, we 100 and we spent like 300 bucks. Okay. It's not bad. And so we did sleeves for our Warp Tour run. At Nationwide Disc? At Nationwide Disc. And we got 500 for like 550 bucks it altogether. Was, that's like a dollar piece. Yeah, and it at, was after tax. It was five hundred yeah. and fifty. Yeah, and at disc makers, the price break is at a thousand. So once you do so a thousand we, CDs, if we would have got nine hundred and ninety nine digipacks. Then it would have cost us like fifteen hundred bucks or something. Yeah. Like yeah. Okay. That. Now, now here's the important thing that people need to know is that we kind of game the system a little bit at a nationwide disc. We bought the membership that's like fifty bucks yeah. a year, mm-hmm. and that gives us fifteen percent off. Which isn't bad if you're if you're was basically the membership fee. So so we it's the membership fee you pay once a year, but it's worth it because our order came out to like four something. It was like four eighty or something like that. And if you're if you plan on shipping and all that before shipping and the and the cost of the membership. And if you plan on doing a lot of releases too, I mean you you don't have to have like with with uh, disc makers. I mean it you have to kind of figure out what what your minimum is going to be so you can kind of budget it. But I think with this company. You can no minimum. You can go. Hey, let's get fifty CDs of this. Do a limited run. It looks great. Once again, you're really representing yourself, giving a good, nice quality to the people that are listening to your music. So you can really round off that project at a better price point. So, yeah, I mean that's that's all thumbs up for yeah, me at least. Great. And you get, I mean, you get fifteen percent off every order for the next year. That's not bad. And you get free barcodes and shrink wrap. Well, shrink wrap's free. Always that's free. that's a big thing. <laughs> always click that it's shrink wrap free. button. It's always free too. It and is. Where you go. Our last one was not shrink wrapped. That's weird. I it is. Why. Jose, didn't you order those? I did. <laughs> and it was free. I don't, I, it's weird you said you turned that down. I don't know. Interesting. It's okay, though, I guess. Um, the only things that I personally noticed, the differences between... Um, I'm holding both Nationwide Disc and the Disc Maker's version yeah. side by side right now. And the, only notice, the only thing that I notice is... 
the is it the color? The color is it's barely noticeable, but it's a little more dull on nationwide disc. Okay. Um, it's just a little less vibrant, but it's 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 almost just like having a different Instagram filter on it. Okay, that's I mean, not bad. It looks really good. The the quality is like we're nitpicking honestly at yeah, this point. Yeah. Like you can tell a little bit of difference. Like one of the the nationwide disc is a little duller, but I. If you're saving that much money, honestly, I don't think. Yeah, yeah, especially but, yeah. But the print on the actual CD itself is better on nationwide disc. Really, like the quality is better. It's not as grainy. It's a little dark. Like the color again is a little darker, but it's really grainy on the uh, disc maker's disc. And that could just be the math that they're using too. But I mean, it, yeah, you're you're not gonna lose with nationwide disc. I think they look really no, good. I'm really stoked about We're, this. I think this we'll probably use this. Yeah, why not? Forever. And that, I mean, for me, I get. I love records. I love being able to hold something. And I mean record in the sense of like any kind of physical music. I mean, you mm-hmm. know, not just vinyl, but love vinyl too. Physical but copies. Yeah. When you get to hold a physical copy of a record, especially one that you've like worked so hard to, you know, either in my case, like I record record and someone hands it to me like, hey, here's our finished product. It's like, oh man, this is so great. Especially when it looks good. So the biggest, my most favorite thing about this nationwide disc versus the disc maker's disc is the disc maker says go for gold on it, and this one says graveler. <laughs> That's true. So that is my most favorite thing about it. But before before we make it seem like it's all sunshine and roses, we need to talk about a couple things. What? Nationwide disc, you need to fix your website, buddies. <laughs> Does it look really old school? It's it's old school, and it's, it's the process is weird. Yeah, it's they. I ran into a lot of not problems, but like just things where I'm like, come on, dude, it's 2015, get it together. What, like, what kind of stuff? That's actually right, really interesting. Right, let, let's let's start by okay. So I bought the membership. That was simple enough. Of course, because you're giving them money. They're going to make that easy. Yeah, that was the easiest thing there about. There you go. But um, <laughs> if you sign up for it, like it's fine. But you log into your account, and there's nothing that tells you that you're a member. So right oh, off, really? right off the bat, I was like, wait, am I a member? Am I a member? And then I had to go to a special tab that said my account. And the only thing that even verifies that you're a member is at the top. There's a bar that says your membership expires on this day. Oh, okay. Like a so, year from now. Yeah, so there's nothing like, I, I feel like they should be more clear about that. The other, th- And that's just a little nitpicky thing. But where I really ran into problems, not problems, just... Complications, a little compl- bit of a, yeah, yeah like, kind of what the hell, just you know? Things, things we didn't experience with disc makers, I'll say, <laughs> is um, they have a weird submission process in which um, everything is separate tab, like it's separately tabbed mm-hmm. on your account page. So you go to your account page and they'll say, submit music, submit um, the IR form, which is like you have to submit That's a form. That's metadata and stuff. Yeah, and then yeah. submit artwork. And then, but they're not right, right it's next. It's not all in one project like it is in Disc Maker. Yeah, it's not one project. It's like they're separate tabs you have to do separately. And if you miss one of the steps, they won't put your CD into production. That that's good. They don't do that. Though. And and another I, thing is, it's it's good, but they also don't tell you you need to finish. That sucks. So it's like if like for me, what what. And you pay for it first before you insert. Yeah, you do. So you like pay, you put all the specifics in. Before entering in any artwork and any music, you, you pay for you it first. You pay, pay up front. You yeah. pay up front, and then you input your artwork and music and all that stuff. It's really weird. That it was is. weird. So it, there was a little bit of of like I had a feeling of like like oh these, these guys are kind of unproven. I don't know if I just want to give them five hundred dollars. Yeah, you know. But at the same time, I like at the same time the quality is great. So I'll tell you right now, the quality works. Everything is great. Okay. It's worth it. Don't feel weird about it. It just it seems weird that it's first. The other thing I had a problem with is um, their submission process for music is insane. Really? <laughs> Elaborate on that for sure. With that. It's yeah. so... Was, that, was it not just your computer, your phone, whatever you're doing it on? No, it was... Oh, God. The, if the, someone the, ordered the, CDs on a phone, that's here's the shit out You're talking about me. the button clicking thing, right? Yeah, no. It, okay, so here's what it was. Okay, so I I did all the submission on my phone, 
like not submission of music, but like the like the payment and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I did it on my phone because it was easy. Yeah. But their website isn't really modified for phone. Like it doesn't scale. So the, you get to certain pages and you click it and it's blown up, but you can't scale it down so you can see the full page on your phone. So you have to scroll around. So yeah, I was like, yeah. no, you can't even scroll around. It's just like you can go up and down and see half the page and that's it. That's yeah. that's what you're stuck with. So I got on my laptop. My laptop's not the best. So I, I like I jumped on it and um, I was submitting the music and they give you two ways of submitting, if I remember correctly. One of them is you burn a disc. And you send it in. Right? Oh, there's three ways. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. One is you give them, you get a, a burned disc of your master files, and you mail it to them. Okay, that's old school. I like yeah. that. All right, whatever. Yeah. That's a little old school. And they're out. They're out of Texas, so it's archaic. I wouldn't do that. But, yeah. You know. Hey, cool. The other way is you burn a disc, like physically burn a disc, put it in your burning drive, and they rip it from your burn drive. That's weird. You couldn't just drag the files. Yeah. Right. Okay. And the third one, which is the one we ended up using. Because it was the most practical, because I didn't want to get like an MP3 file of yeah, our like, songs. Or like a degraded. Yeah, something. That's that, one thing to be careful of too. When you rip it, if you use iTunes, it's going to encode it. Exactly. So So I didn't want to, I, I wanted to have the most raw wave file I yeah, could get. Yeah, absolutely. 1644.1. Yeah, so I, I, downloaded Boom. The, I, sent, I downloaded the files that Nick sent us, and um, they don't have an actual like submit your file to this area of the website. You have to download an app on your computer. That's rowdy. Like, you have to download an entire program onto your computer. That's some cowboy shit. Yeah, the, you have to <laughs> manually enter the tracks one by one onto this app, let them process in the app, let them get ripped and sent up through the website. Through the cloud. And then, yeah, and then you have to wait like an hour for them to be like, oh, hey, your music's in. So it sounds like what you're, what you're compromising, maybe not even compromising, but what you are... What you're doing when you go to nationwide is you're you're, you're basically the ease of use, ease of use, the 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 end experience of the use, you know, with yeah. the company. You're cutting that out. So I mean, to save a couple hundred bucks, I, why I, not? Yeah, Unless I, you're buying like the thousand. I think if we went a thousand and we get the same price break, I'd probably go to disc makers just because it's easier. It's a little more like well, yeah, because at disc know, makers it'd be easier yeah. and it would be the same amount. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. if it costs the same, I'd rather go to disc makers just for ease of use. If I'm being yeah. honest. Yeah, but for the money we saved on this order, I think it's it was, worth it. I think it was worth it, especially too. Like one thing I do, I'm curious about. Not that, um, not that it's incredibly important, but I kind of want to do a little research too. And I think uh, people that are going to check it out too should as well. Um, metadata for your CD, if if you're mastering it yourself or someone else mastered it, um, I wonder if they take the metadata from that or if you have to enter it. Like by metadata, I mean like the track information, either you know, artist. the artist information, oh, okay. all the, you know, I, all those I, other things. I can tell too. you they don't. So, so that's important too. So that that means you need to have somebody who either like myself who can do the metadata and all that for you or you know go someplace where they will make sure. So like for instance when you put it in your car it'll say your band name and the song name or when it comes up on iTunes it'll have that. So that that's metadata. Yeah, for so. for example, we there there's um when I was uploading the track and I was doing the IR form it was asking me for all the information. Yeah. And I, I mean, I'm a little uninformed on metadata and stuff like that. Yeah, so well, I assumed yeah. that putting that was them was going to be them overriding it, and they didn't. Yeah, that's weird. So our CDs, even though they're Graveler CDs and they have the same track names and stuff, when you put it in your car, they go for gold, and that sucks. <laughs> Getting but, owned, yeah, left or right. That's the one mistake yeah. we made switching this over. Yeah, but so. but that was one of those things that, like I said, the, it wasn't clear on that website. It's weird because yeah. you like you put the the title of the song in on each track on yeah. the website, so it's weird that they didn't catch that or true. I don't know yeah and well, I mean one thing I will say is that they have they assign everyone a project manager mm-hmm. that's nice and I, I called our lady who was our project manager and she was very lovely and she helped us out so, like, and that's where that makes up for that yeah that's every, great. every question I had I 
she answered immediately and she was like, oh, don't worry, honey. She had a nice Texas accent. Oh, I so love it was, that. It was really, That's always it was really, really homey. <laughs> I appreciate that. I love when that happens. But yeah, I, I mean, and like I was telling Colin earlier, we were hanging out in the car earlier and um, I was telling him. That's all we do. We just hang out in cars. Yeah. I was telling him that. <laughs> Riding um, in cars with boys. <laughs> Good job, guys. I was saying that um, like I, I didn't know if we had a project advisor on disc makers. And yeah. Colin said we did, and I was like, maybe that speaks to how well that site works. That I didn't even ever have to think about yeah. contacting a true a project true. advisor. Good point. I think I don't know. I'm, I'm really extra curious about that metadata thing. I know that's a little bit kind of OCD or whatever, but I mean that's that's in- interesting. Well, no, you know, I, th- I feel like well, you probably do it for all the artists that you. Yeah, master. absolutely, absolutely. But maybe somebody doing out of their house, they wouldn't enter metadata onto their. No, they wouldn't because that would never. So That's a mastering thing. So they would just go yeah. and they would just use the track listing, whatever they put on the exactly which website, which doesn't really. I mean, it so depends. I don't know. It depends. It depends. Like, there's so many variables when it comes to making music, packaging music, selling music, getting it out there. So I mean, you know, and I'll do that too. If if someone has like stuff they've recorded at their house, I'll literally do a mastering session, which is not only making it louder or EQing or whatever. That's mastering is like this whole process for a lot of people to understand. It's almost like a, a dark art, but it's basically. It really is. It's wizardry. It's wizardry, literally. But um, it's basically, it ranges from, you know, preparing the tracks and the order that they're going to appear on the CD, the gaps between there, you know, any hidden tracks or anything. In of course, between tracks? Yeah, in, hidden track. yeah. Uh, volume level, of course, um, making sure that's up to, you know, yeah. in, in an appropriate sure range. every song sounds at the same decibel. It, exactly, yeah. It's, so, I mean, and then, of course, in, entering that information, so, and sequencing the whole thing, too. So, it's yeah. like, yeah. There's a, it's a process. But, um. Yeah, so it's but overall, important. overall, I say if you're trying to save some money, and you need to get a lot of CDs, like I, I think what was what was the thing the guy from the podcast you listened to said? It said under a thousand, right? Oh yeah, if you're doing less than a thousand run, which everybody in our scene is probably doing that, yeah, then for sure nationwide yeah. disc is Thumbs the way up. to go. Yeah, it's I, a little tedious, but it's mm. so worth it for the. I price. mean, even with the, the the mishap with the names, it's like I'm. I mean, it's not going to happen again. No, it's so. not. So now learn, we learn from us, guys. Yeah, no, it probably you know? won't happen to anybody else that hasn't changed their band name. Yeah, that's so. now we yeah. know, and now you guys know. So yeah, that true. We're providing a service here. Yeah, we are. So, I mean, check it out nationwide. So, if, so if you'd like to send us some money for the service that we, <laughs> <laughs> or if you want to get, <laughs> or if you want to get your stuff professionally mastered, mixed, or whatever, I do that too. So take that into consideration. So does nationwide. What? <laughs> but oh, oh, another another thing. That, Box that. <laughs> another thing I feel we should bring up about Nationwide Disc that I thought was cool is that they offer download cards That's really on cool site. Too. Yeah. So yeah, they can stick them in your CDs. Yeah, That's I'm sure. Cool I'm sure you can buy if you buy 500 CDs, you buy 500 cards. You can probably get them paired up in each CD. And I think those are just for a fraction of a cost too. Yes. They're... And the other thing that I forgot to mention is when you buy a membership like we did, mm-hmm. you get you get obviously the you get free barcode. You get a free barcode. Free shrink wrap. Free, sh- <laughs> yeah, free barcode, free shrink wrap, and then they can bump you up from seven-day production to five-day production for free. Wow. Why wouldn't you? We yeah. did that. Yeah. yeah. Good. So it, it, there's, there's, there's some pluses. To, like if you're, especially if you're in a band that's running out of CDs constantly, like if you're kind of blown up a little bit and you're trying to get more CDs and stuff. What's that like? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's, it's a good place to get some CDs and get them at a good price and save some monies. So, That's awesome. So for I'll real, is Nationwide Disc going to like sponsor us now? I think or? they should. I think we did a sweet PR stunt for them. We really did. We, that and the, the Apple stuff too. We should We should, uh, we should. should. look at some sponsors. Some money, huh? We should. But, but let's pursue Especially the, since we do... Let's I pursue just, the Apple one a little more heavily. <laughs> I know. It's funny too because I actually, I, I bought the the Pro Unlimited version of Spotify, uh, not Spotify, SoundCloud 
for it so to host all these shows because oh, yeah. there's a lot of time mm-hmm. and I got to to there's like statistics you can look at and all that and kind of a fun fact I guess we have listeners in like Germany Russia uh, Philippines which is pretty exciting so I mean that's Again, that's I'm, nice I'm we're I'm it's only a it, few though I'm it's not like they're real and if you are thanks for listening that's really if, cool if, you know if any of you guys are out of the country actually listening then like. Go on to highfivecreator.com and, and write, contact us. Write us an email, yeah. Go to the yeah. contact page. Yeah. No, first stop off at the uh, employee page, right? Check out Big Picture Me. It's, it's actually staff page. Picture, staff, whatever. Yeah. Check out Big Picture Nick and then comment. Then go to the contacts page and comment on that picture saying how <laughs> either cute he is or <laughs> if he's hideous. It's a decent picture. No, I made no, sure. No one's going to say you're hideous. Yeah, they're not going to say that. I hope not. Be hurtful. Like that. That's a good fucking looking dude. That's what he I looks try to like. be nice to so people. Be like, I didn't know. I didn't expect him to look like that. <laughs> Probably not. It's always but, a weird thing when you're listening to podcasts or whatever and you actually look the person up or a radio show yeah. and you're like, what the fuck? That person's hideous. Yep. Oh, yeah. And I was like, I thought that chick was hot. Like, I, I used to listen to 96.7 in the morning and the girls, the you know, way. she's not, that's not the wave. Oh, I it, don't know. Radio it's station. K-Cal rocks. I think that's what it is. K-Cal. But there's a, there's a, girl and a woman i should say and she sounds, she sounds de- not bad not bad she sounds like oh yeah cool but she's pretty rowdy looking mm. <laughs> like definitely like riverside area looking older been through the meth thing hey there's some nice riverside area looking ladies there are they're, they're very nice ladies i mean not that i know of but except for my girlfriend <laughs> but um anyway we'll move on from that um yeah what's up jose not even gonna segue over, huh? No, no <laughs> um, segue. You point. You, so yeah. So I, I dropped a I dropped a um a little post on the coalition today. I saw that. T- telling that we're gonna have just the three hosts coming in to do this podcast. Somebody say anything? Yeah, we got a couple topics. Um, some submissions that Sweet. that I wanted to talk about. Um, I think I'm gonna go from the least important to the most important. Not to belittle anyone. Well, that's mean. Wow, that's mean. That. No, no, no. I just think one of them's gonna have a longer conversation. I think we should end on that one. Well, Nate Viscarza says he wants us to talk about him. Fuck you, Nate. No, we're not going to talk about you. Okay. Matthew <laughs> Matthew McCarthy says, how can a band start out in a scene with so many good bands? And I think that's a good question Yeah. that I'd, I've never even thought of. That's true. Well, yeah. I mean, you're starting out. It's not like, is this is question how to start out or is this question like I how think, to get seen out of I, I all think, these good bands? I think what he's saying is like general tips for a new band that's trying to break yeah. into a scene that's moving. I've, I've got one. Go for just it. Just to go off the top of yeah, the bat. Yeah. I think this is so trite and cheesy and just kind of, I guess, semi-obvious, but it's going to sound cheesy, but literally be yourself and just do, just write whatever music you want to write and not try to worry about. That's one thing that I've yeah. seen with bands that I've recorded. They're like, oh, this kind of sounds like this or, or what about this? Or, oh, should we sound like, this? it's like, no, just, just make music to, to make music and yeah, just let I, that kind of sort itself out. That's I, one thing. Cause I then think, you'll be different. Yeah. I think when you're starting out, right. It's, it's hard to identify yourself Yeah, and totally have influences, but yeah, don't. Yeah. But I, like I think what, in, like wait, new in influences. Sorry, influences. Whatever. Okay. New bands, new bands. I feel like they try to cling to an identity that they like. Absolutely. Which yeah. is another band. Like I, I've heard bands that are like, yeah, yeah, we're trying to be like the new Green Day. Yeah. And and after a couple of months, you figure out like, I don't want to be the new Green Day. I want to yeah. be a band that listens to Green Day that does whatever we want to do. Exactly. And whatever yeah. sound you have in the beginning, it's gonna change. Absolutely. Because either you will becoming more yourself or whatnot. Like us, we sound totally different than We have yeah. an EP that we don't have anywhere online, not mixed feelings, the one before that. That if you listen to it, <laughs> oh, you're I like wasn't even on that one. Yeah. If you listen to it, Me you're neither. like this isn't the same it. band. <laughs> and I mean that, that but that's a testament to to a band, you know, describing themselves yeah. and growing. And you should. I think your sound should grow in a way, you know, as you progress as a band to kind of, you know, mm-hmm. grow, you know? Yeah. Another thing, um, it's just network, man. Absolutely. I mean, 
the coalition, I don't, I mean, I don't know what it was like before the coalition because I kind of came into the scene and then started it. So it's always been around. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's cool for bands that are starting out now that they have the coalition. So they don't have to worry about that yeah. either. But like, I think network plays, I would say play as many shows as you fucking possibly can. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Just make as many friends as all these, as, as yeah. all the other bands in here. Yeah. And then absolutely from there and just do your thing locally. I mean, don't even worry about, we didn't really worry about touring. No. much. I mean, it, I'm, it's it may, always like the kind of light at the end of the tunnel, you know. Yeah, it but. may have helped us. I don't know, but we're. I mean, that's what we're planning on doing now. Yeah, we've just been staying around playing local shows yeah. for like two years, and yeah, I feel like people know who we are a little bit. Yeah, almost finding ourselves too as, as Here, musicians, not only individually but together as a group. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Here's um here's something I, I thought would be kind of a cool little tip or whatever for a new band is to um like I think when you're starting out as a band, especially if it's like your first band. There's a lot of emphasis in your mind on like, oh, we want a headline because that's how yeah. you know you're making it. Yeah. I the one thing I've always said is I'd rather be the second band and blow like blow everyone's mind with how we sound and be yeah. like those, like I'd rather be the second band and be like, oh, those guys were really good. Exactly. Than be the last band and, and be, be like, the last band. Yeah, be the last band. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like that stuff becomes way less important because when you headline, you're the the. the you're the, the biggest band on the bill and you're bringing most of the people that's yeah. you're the end attraction you know and if you don't it's have different people than to, playing last and if you don't have people to bring you're playing last you're yeah. not headlining which is like everyone kind of goes to that you know you know i've literally been in i was in a band this is like pre-asac this was like when i was in a band i was like 19 years old and it was funny because we were playing with asac and they were the big riverside band you know and mm -hmm. and so my singer actually at the time not jacob went up to jacob's like we're gonna play last we're gonna headline and jacob's like are you sure and he's like yeah and he's like, okay. And they played before us and everybody fucking left. And we oh, yeah. played to an empty room. So, I mean, it's, I mean, that, that's a whole different thing. That's, you know, a singer with Nego or whatever. And, you know. I think it's so. important you find, you find the band that you don't want to play after almost, right? There's that band that you're like, these guys are bringing the people. I want the exactly. people that are here to see them. Yeah. I want them to see us. Which isn't a bad thing. I mean, it's you know, not, everyone's got to work yeah. and build a following. So, well, I mean, let's, you know. Uh, for example, our Mixed Feelings EP release show. That's a good point. Uh, we had Seasons Changed. That were we were gonna have them. What was it? They were gonna play right before us. They were gonna play right. What was it? Oh no, we wanted them to headline. Yeah, we wanted. Them oh to headline. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, they want. We wanted them to headline. We wanted yeah. them to headline because they're obviously a bigger band than we were. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or we are. Yeah. And um, and then they came up to us and they were like, "Well, this is your show. This is your yeah. release. You guys should totally." Headline. Which was cool and like really supportive too from them as like on a friend level too. Yeah, they, which was yeah. really nice. So because they were also nice enough to be like, like. You guys don't like they, they could have it's just the respect. They could have just headlined and stole the show. And well, yeah, and, and I very vividly remember them being like, "Hey guys, we have some merch out there, but don't worry about us. This is not about us." Like yeah. I, it was the were, tip of the hat almost. You know, they like, they were much. really cool about being like, "Please don't leave." Like these guys are our friends. They're cool. Like they were really cool, and um, like that's great. You can hope for that. Like you can always hope for that and want that and stuff. But mm -hmm. I, I think, like I said, when you're starting out, like don't focus too much about trying to be the last band or being. And don't, trying trying too hard, I guess. Yeah. You know, like, don't worry about all the like the super good bands that are yeah. there because every I mean there's so many so super good bands. Yeah. I remember my second show with you guys was Seasons Change. Oh yeah. C EP release show at Aladdin. Oh Jones. yeah, with Shipwrecks and, too. And it was was Shipwrecks playing that one? I think so. No, no, that was a different. No, no different we show. we opened and uh, I think it was Anchorless, right? It was Anchorless. Yes. Such, such a mess. And then Seasons Change, and then there's probably another band in there. But I just was it to the wind or for the wind or something? No. Or the for wind? the wind? No, that wasn't the, that show. We I played don't know a show. Else. Wind, okay. But I just remember watching and like being so stoked that I was even a part of because I, I didn't know any of these bands at the time. I'd yeah. never listened to them, and then I'd never even like really seen 
all this like mess of people. Aladdin Jr.'s just the pylons. Aladdin Jr. was sold out, and everybody was just piling on top of each other during like such a mess of frog bombs and shit. Martin was. It was fucking crazy, and I was just like, "Holy shit, I was a part of this!" Like, and yeah. It, yeah, and that—that's that so cool. Just, yeah. I was just stoked to be a part of that. And yeah. yeah, that's one of those things where like you should stop and not think like, "Oh man, these bands are better than this," and just be like, "Hey, I'm part of this." I have a yeah. fucking blast because trust is, me, it's gonna fly by. You know what I mean? Yeah, this is a moment in history that's happening, and I'm here. Like, let me enjoy it. Don't let me worry about what every other band's doing. Exactly. Like, I'm just gonna enjoy their sets. I'm gonna enjoy my set. I'm gonna have fun. Exactly. Because you can bring something else to the table too. Different. I mean, like, mm-hmm. even if you definitely fit into a genre, even if you definitely like sound you know sonically i love that word uh similar to a band i mean and and fit really well on a bill it doesn't mean that you don't have your own original kind of you know thing that you bring to the table just by being yourself i know it sounds really cheesy and really stupid but yeah i mean i can't tell you how many times i've heard bands which you know i feel like is a natural process of of finding yourself is where you worry where do you fit in it's almost like the food chain you know but um, especially in the pop punk scene people uh, yeah people are like very i have to play this way to be pop punk or to be cool yeah exactly funny is what is what um, Hit Me Herald was kind of talking about yeah. when they were in there like, what's up with like <laughs> pop punk and posiness and like... But then... But then there's so yeah. much hate. <laughs> yeah, I know, exactly. Yeah. There's so much hate in pop punk. It's funny, like people yeah. just diss each other and like... Yeah, no, it's but true. But then on the other hand, they're like, fuck yeah, let's be posy. Yeah, it's funny. It's the, you know... It's uh, weird. All right, Mo- moving on because we have a couple other topics. To oh, about. do we? Austin... Well, shout out to Matt though. Yeah, His sh- band floorboards is tight, so Yeah, shout out. out to Matthew McCarthy. Um, Austin Carana? I, I always mess up his last name. I think it's... Carwana? Carwana? I think so. Sorry, Austin. He said, what do you think bands in our scene should do? No context. So I'm going to go ahead and skip that one. Keep playing music. Keep playing music. Keep hustling. Everything we just said. Um, But this is is the one that I really want to talk about. Um, And this comes from AJ, who I believe is um, the drummer for Outlook. And And, uh, uh, Short Stories. He's in Short Stories now. Both Um, awesome bands, by the way. And Short Stories actually released a record and check that out. Yeah, you guys should check all that music out. They're on tour. They are on tour right now. Also, Scarlet Avenue. Also, AJ, AJ is one of the youngest drummers in our scene, and he's so good. Like, Let's clap it up for that. Nuts. Dude. Woo! But um, he he's bringing us onto the serious topic, which is the one I wanted to say for last. Cool. Um, have you guys heard of the band No Good Muse? Uh, mm, I haven't. I have not either. Oh well, they just got signed to Pure Noise about a month ago. Cool. Okay. But their drummer was actually caught in oh, a shit. sexual, like it, it was like a sexual abuse scandal or a sexual harassment scandal, almost. Okay. Almost, Wait, almost, it, it, almost it, in the vein of Front Porch Step. Is is I think I heard about this, but continue. Is this where they dropped him right away? I'm not sure. They actually, kicked him out of his band, out of their band right away. I'm not sure actually, but that makes sense. Uh, I don't. I don't know the band name, but I was listening to a podcast where they were talking about a band that I think recently got signed, and then they got caught in a scandal. That was to pure out. noise. I got, believe they just got kicked him. They kicked him out right away. To yeah, either save themselves. Which I'm not. Smart ass I'm not sure about that because I didn't even find out about this until today when yeah. when AJ posted this in the thread. So what exactly was he asking? He was asking about. He was just asking us to comment on what's going on in our scene and kind of like this issue because it seems like it's becoming more of an issue that these bands get put on a pedestal Yeah, where they have an audience of a lot, like usually younger kids. Yeah, absolutely. And it seems like more and more we're hearing the stories of people taking advantage of situations like that. It sucks. Yeah. You know? I think just, I don't he know. Said, he said, how can, how can and should we pres- prevent sexual assault and predators within the scene? I, I think that... I'll just go first on this one. It's like a topic that hits me, you know, personally in my life. Not a lot of things I want to comment on, but there's a couple things personally that, you know, whatever. Fucking, you get it. But I think, first of all, period, I think if you're put in a position of of being an influence on somebody or or representing something that somebody else really looks up to, I think that you should do something about maybe don't be someone that you're not, but really understand that these kids look at you, they look at, at... what you're doing, what you're saying, for sure. everything. And I think that's a big thing, especially to 
two young girls who are, you know, they're into these bands. They really, they're, they're impressionable. Yeah, exactly. They're impressionable. And it's not that you have to be like this father figure or whatever, but just kind of like, I think there's a way to, to go about, uh, being a, a young male musician, uh, and with these girls that obviously, you know, fuck you're on tour or whatever. They may be just, you know, whatever, but it's, it's not fucking right. You know what I mean? They're, they're impressionable. They're, they're young and it's, it's just, you know, it's just fucked up. You know what I mean? That's what, that's what I think. I yeah. think that it's, it's just absolutely fucked up. I mean, if there's, there's legal laws, I mean, 17, 18, that's fucking young. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. I mean, just from personal experience, knowing people, you know, it's just like, it's just, it's not fucking worth it. It's ridiculous. Do you know what I mean? So especially when they're like 13 or 14, that is fucked. I've, I know yeah, people yeah. personally that have done that and it's like, dude, like they're so young. Like what the fuck? You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's weird. <laughs> it's, really. it's weird because it's like even, even being like 25 now and like thinking about where I was when I was 19, just as a, like a dude, you know, it's just like, I've, I've grown up. So I can only imagine these, these young women that are like, you know, 17, 16, you know, how much they're going to grow. I mean, it's just like, oh, yeah. just, and how, how that can affect you like a negative experience, you know, it's just, anyway, I could rant on about it for a while. I'm kind of passionate about it, but yeah, yeah. I, I really think that people need to think about what their actions do. Do you know what I mean? Even mm-hmm. the littlest thing, like the, even the texting, like I know it gets, I know it gets lonely on tour. I've literally been with in a relationship for three years and then gotten broken up with and gone out on the road on a tour and been extremely lonely. I didn't do that shit, but it's like, you want the companionship. It, you know, like you want to talk to just someone, right? And, and, and it's like, it's always good to be with your dudes. It always will be, but it's like, you know, and this goes for maybe women too. I, I don't know. Maybe women on the on an, a, in a band on a tour. Maybe they they just broke up with someone. They're looking for that. I feel like as people, we're all looking for that kind of that uh that what companionship. So yeah. I mean, yeah. but you don't need to, to stoop down and, and do that shit. So anyway, that's my rant. Yeah. So and sorry. That's, that's, I mean, that's completely true. You know, yeah. it's on it's on that side, but it's also on the other side too. And absolutely, I'm, I'm not trying to like. No, I, I I fucking agree too. I mean, these I mean, little kids can't. It's not always one person's responsibility. Is that kind of yeah, what you're saying? Yeah, like, like I you mean, can't just don't, bl- don't put yourself in a position. I yeah. mean, you don't. I mean, you could idolize anybody you want. Yeah, absolutely. You don't know them, you know. No, absolutely. So it's don't even let yourself get put in that position. Exactly, and I think so. another thing too, like to comment on that too. And I mean, if we're, I'm, I don't mean this in like any sexist way whatsoever, but yeah. I mean like you know, if it is the young women who are you know looking up to this band or whatever, and they're almost willing to do anything it seems to to get their attention or, or whatever. I mean, it's like. Self-respect, you know what I mean. Self-respect, you yeah, know. That's, yeah. that's yeah, one it works thing. both ways. It, yeah. it, no, it yeah. absolutely does, and, I, and in no way am I sexist. Like, oh, it's the girl's fault, it's a dude, or it's bi- biology, or yeah, whatever. I'm not trying to get at that either. Or it's the way they dress. It's not. It's not that at all. It comes. I think it comes down to the way that we act as people in our day-to-day life. Fucking period. In a band or not. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's one thing. So. So okay, here, here's my my take on this whole thing, is that I what he did is absolutely wrong. It's disgusting. And it's horrible. Who is this? The the dude from. No good news. Okay. Yeah. Assuming that allegations are true. I, like yeah. I said, I've only looked into this like for 10 minutes, so I can't. But it's it seems like it's becoming more and more of an issue in our scene. Newfound Glory, one of the yeah. biggest bands in the oh, world, yeah. had yep. to drop their guitar player for similar reasons. Yeah. Um, Jake McElfresh from Front Porch Step. Yeah. That dude literally, like, he got like caught up off hard. He got, yeah. caught, he got kicked off of Warped. And here's my thing. It's, we're in a, we're in an industry where... Young kids need a place to to go to go. Yeah, and some people have it a lot harder than other people. I've never Absolutely. had to deal with with uh, with like I've never had to rely on music as a crutch, but I know some people do where they listen like to a, music and it becomes their whole life because that's the only thing that connects yeah. them to well, another world. Yeah, well, music yeah. saved my. I can I can firmly say I'm not trying to be over dramatic in any way, shape, and or form. But music, if I was not, if music did not come into my life, I would not be alive today. Yeah. Fucking period. I owe my life to music. Period. Yeah. So and I I just think. Like if you're in a position where you influence kids, 
Yeah. If you're in a position where someone sings your words back to you and they go visit you, like they go drive miles to see you play and they're excited and stuff, you have to consider the fact that they might see you as more than just a regular person. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Like they, like you're in their day to day life. Yeah. There there are people that will listen to your band and you become almost more of a, like a hero to them, a figure to them. Absolutely. A role model. A role model. Exactly. And to take advantage of a situation like that where you're like, they'll do pretty much whatever I say because. Yeah. You know, of course. Like, yeah, I, of course. I make music that they listen course. to. Like they'll they'll follow yeah. me wherever. That's unfair. Yeah, and that's disgusting. Yeah. It now is. the other the other issue that I think we're handling, and I'm not trying to say that the victim victim the, is is yeah. yeah. I'm not trying to victim shame anyone. And I know kids are young and they make mistakes and they act dumb. We all make mistakes. Everyone makes mistakes. I mean, I adults crazy grown mistakes. I've, I've acted like a fucking douchebag a bunch of times. I'm not saying like in like. A shitty like creepy way or anything but i mean like just fuck i mean we yeah, all make yeah. mistakes yeah. like you know and like i said i'm not trying to victim shame but i'm at the same time if you're young if you're young and you're listening to this at all think about your actions because but i'm i'm fuck anybody think about your actions too on yeah, top I know. of that you know, but, know no, but, you're right. I, but i'm saying like when you're an adult you have to be accountable for your actions and that's a thing and you've also when, probably learned from your mistakes too. yeah when you're so. a kid it's a lot easier to be like i'm just a kid i'll make mistakes who cares but exactly. there's sometimes you can ruin your life Absolutely. By making these mistakes. Absolutely. So uh, I'm not saying that the victims are at fault here because they might have been taken advantage of. I'm not saying any of that. I'm just saying if you're a kid and something feels wrong to you, think about what you're doing. And fucking tell somebody about it too. Another thing too, if somebody hurts you, makes you feel uncomfortable, threatens you, find somebody that truly, this is like almost like a PSA now, but like, fuck it. Let's use this as a platform. Let's do it. Find somebody that you trust that you feel like you can really, fuck, go to the police. You know what I mean? Or do something to, to help stop the cycle of abuse, whether it's in your family or whatever, you know, because that same, shit's fucked up. Because at the so. same time, it is so important that even if you see someone as a hero, yeah. you don't put them on such a high pedestal that they're above the law. Like yeah. the people have to answer yeah. for what they've done. They I mean, this to, even goes, I mean, this is really deep, but this even goes fucking family members too. You know what I mean? Cause I yeah, personally absolutely. know people and I'm, I'm really big on breaking the fucking cycle of abuse. And that is one yeah. thing that needs to fucking stop. So, I mean, to get really deep and dark, you know, right there but i mean it's just it's important this is i think ties into almost like so much deeper than music it's like a culture thing yeah. you know yeah and i think that we have it's really good i mean more often now you're seeing more things like this pop up where kids are fucking bringing this to the surface which i yeah. feel like people are getting tired of it you know which is really good so that's good so yeah fucking bring it to the surface let's fucking throw them to the wolves you know but yeah not to end on a downer that's just the, i thought that was a it was no, a good topic it was topic. a good topic and to sorry on. to get really deep too i mean i know that's no, I you mean, know, and that's so. the thing. We're we're doing this podcast to to talk about music and talk about our friends, but it's yeah. like if we can help anyone in any yeah. way. And I'm gonna be real too. I think we're all being really real too, yeah, which if, is really cool. If we can help anyone in any way, it's almost the same reason we write music, right? Absolutely. Yeah. We get our feelings out, and if someone feels like that touches them and that affects them in a certain yeah. way, great. Yeah. And if they don't, that's fine. They can leave it for what it is at face value. But yeah. if if this happens in your life, you got to talk to someone. You can't just let it continue. You know exactly. And I mean, you're gonna make the choice that you're gonna make, but I mean, I think the. You know, on that topic, it's like just, you know, fucking reach out and try to be healthy. Music's a healthy thing. It's a great, I mean, like I said, I owe my life to music. You know, it's like, it's such a healthy out. Not only do you have friends, you can you connect with people on, on a harmonic deep level. I know it's really like kind of out there spiritual, but like, you know, it's fucking incredible. So yeah. anyway, sorry for that little deep segment, y'all. <laughs> Back to kind of a little happier note. Anything else in the coalition, Mr. Yosep? Uh, Whoa, why are you asking that guy? Like he works for the coalition or something, huh? That's right, Colin. Hey, uh, back to the coalition <laughs> corner. What's up, man? Coalition corner. Coalition, coalition corner. Um, so people have been talking about asking for a calendar for the oh, coalition. Oh, calendar. Which, I I mean, it's a great idea. A, lot of, a couple of people every now and then have brought up like, hey, is there any place we could all post like a calendar? 
I was like, yeah, I've looked into that a couple of times, but there hasn't been any like real count. Like there's Google Calendar doesn't have everything that I want. You know, I haven't found the right outlet. We may have recently found uh, an app that works with uh, with Facebook groups to have a calendar. So that'd be awesome if we can get that going up. Because yep. I would love to have anybody to be able to post on it and then put a show flyer on there. And so if anybody's bored or wants something to do, they can just straight up go to the calendar and be like, oh, shit, these are the shows that are coming up. Yep. Super easy. Anyone and, that's in the group can just go in and like modify and, their own thing. And yeah. Just, and yeah, it makes it awesome. And it does also make it easier for us when we're recording these podcasts to just pull up a calendar and be like, these are the shows that are happening. We're yep. not skipping over your show. Yep. You know? Yeah, exactly. Because I know what I'm trying to do, too, is maybe do it like as far as editing the podcast, get all the information we can and then like have it out like the next day. Yeah. So it's as fresh as possible too. So, yeah. yeah. So yeah, we're, we're working things. We, we're not ready to, to tell everyone what we're doing yet with the calendar. Well, still waters run deep, you know? Yeah. But, yeah. but, so, but, no. but it, it looks like we found something that's going to work out for everyone. Absolutely. looks yeah, like it. We'll true. keep you posted. True. And another, uh, do you have something else you want to say about that? Uh, I was Mr. just going to talk about maybe some acoustic shows. Yeah, go ahead. Take that one. Um, so, I mean, I'd like to start doing more we did Winterfest with the Coalition, and it was awesome. We did a couple of house shows um, at Brooks House. Those were somewhat sponsored by the Coalition. They were like the first Coalition shows. We bought a bunch of pizza for everybody. I bought yeah. like twenty. I bought twenty pizzas. Yeah. From yeah, your uh, car, your car was steaming. Let's clap that up. <laughs> it was twenty pizzas. I bought twenty, and I think maybe like half of them sold. We, I think we were selling. You even had, gave them away at the end. I think. Right? Yeah, we started giving away. Yeah. I mean, we, it wasn't. We weren't trying to really make money on it. We were just, yeah. you know, wanted. to Host, you know. yeah, totally. Well, that, that's important. I think people should know we're no one. <laughs> and it was a free show. I mean, no yeah. And it, I think no. it was like a dollar a slice, or it yeah, like, it was like two bucks for like two slices, two or slices something. and a soda. Yeah. yeah, and and just so everyone knows, anything we sell at coalition shows is because we have to pay people for a service, but yeah. we're not taking any of that yeah. money. Like Trenton, there's, you know, and there's we paid, no. We paid all the bands that with all that money. Yeah, um, there, for there's the house shows, yeah. and, and we paid Trenton for doing the sound. Just yeah. just so everyone knows, there's no secret coalition fund that's going into our pockets, or yeah, yeah, you know, it's. <laughs> we're especially Colin and Trent and um, Josh they're being good dudes and putting on good shows <laughs> exactly and like so. <laughs> a, a Trent too another thing like for me I'm definitely more of the recording engineer guy I'm not a live sound guy I mean I've done it Yeah, I appreciate the fuck about what it is you know but definitely that Trent is so good at that and he's such a professional Hell just yeah. a fucking professional about it and he does a great job so like literally you know, if that dude charges us he what he if he charges us what he would have to charge for the service he provides None of us could afford oh, that. For sure, guy. he works at Fox Theater. Like that's yeah. his job, and he's also on and he tour. works on Warped Tour. Like Warped he, tour. Yeah. That, that guy's life is sound, like professional and live he works sound. Coachella, and he works on Stagecoach. Yeah, so he's the man. So, for I, I don't think it's unfair to say like, hey, we want to pay Trenton something. And yeah, you know, if someone's sure. good at something too, definitely they deserve to make some sort of. I don't even even call it compensation, but like. If you want a service that's good, it's, you know, it is. you get I what mean, you pay for. That's why we try to pay our bands. I mean, exactly. It, it is. I mean, like Trenton and the bands that play and stuff, it's like, like they always say you should never give your work for free or yeah. whatever. Yeah. And Trent, yeah. for the large, like for the majority of these shows has been basically giving us his services for free. So we want to give him something back. Like that dude's one of the hardest working guys I know. Absolutely. Yeah. No, that, that guy works extremely hard, you know, and it's a job too. Another thing about live sound that, that, you know. I personally, like I said, I love recording. That's my thing. But live sound is like you literally have to drag a recording studio to people and broadcast this shit over big PAs. That's what that's what live sound is. It's basically like, a mobile recording studio. And you but the monitors the, are the mains. You know what I'm saying? On, so, on, on that note, yeah. mobile recording. Hey, what's up? So what I wanted to do, or what kind of we all already talked about, and Nick, you brought up, yeah. um, was do a couple acoustic shows. Yep. Right? 
And have you come out with your mobile recording? My rolling set? rack? Yeah, yep. your rolling rack that you have. Um, and, you know, record the acoustic sets. Mm-hmm. And we'll do like maybe three of them to get a good yeah. mix of bands in there. Yeah. And then maybe put out a, uh, a compilation CD with some acoustic yeah, I'm, I'd, from all this local SoCal band music. Yeah, absolutely. That'd be cool. I mean, I, I think that, I mean, that's one thing I always like to hear is like hear bands not only live, but acoustically too. So it'd be, it just, and yeah. I don't really see a lot of live stuff. I think we talked about this the other day, Colin. Yeah, we did. You don't see a lot of live stuff from bands. It would be cool to kind of capture that and just, first of all, get together and record all that. That'd be fun. I love doing yeah. different stuff. So it'd be fun. So, yeah. You know, so, um, and at so no charge from me, by the way, I would do that at the the show for Fel Frey. Cool. So yeah, that's, that's, that's in the works. Uh, we don't have any dates or anything lined yeah. up. Don't even have a venue yet. Um, but any, if anybody does have ideas for a venue, then definitely hit me up. You can just message me on Facebook. Um, and, uh, and yeah, and then we'll, once we get everything set up, we'll, we'll probably take submissions for bands or yeah. we'll reach yeah, out to yeah, bands. Yeah, absolutely. Because we obviously can't do everybody in the coalition, but yeah, I mean, there's a lot of bands up in here. Yeah, which is a good thing. But I mean, you know. But we're trying to hit, we're trying to hit good bands and have a, have a good show and have everyone just come out and have a good time. Yeah, yeah definitely some of the more involved bands that have been totally doing good things with the coalition yeah, and absolutely. stuff. Absolutely. You know, give back. Absolutely. Yeah. And, so, and I don't think we'd, I don't think we would sell the compilation. No, I would just give it out free download or something. Yeah, free download. I think maybe do like a Bandcamp page where they can download a zip file of like a high quality MP3 or a wave or whatever yeah. and have them take it and just done, do it. You know, that'd be cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. it would be cool. You know, so. So have we actually even talked about our summer plans? No, we haven't. For the for five gra- day little. For Graveler? Yeah, the Graveler plans. Oh, no. It's, it's, it's Graveler cast right now. It's Graveler cast. I guess it, it has become that, hasn't it? Well, well, I mean, yeah. it's not bad. I mean, we, you know, fuck it. I guess we can talk about ourselves for once. It's like when you work really hard <laughs> and you just take a day to kind of just fucking hang out. So if you guys don't know, we're in a band called Graveler. G-R-A-V-L-E-R. G-R-A-V-L-E-R. Graveler. So we're, uh, um, we're from Riverside. Um, we play music. That's in California for all our Russian listeners. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we do, I don't even know what to categorize us. I think it used to be pop punk. I would, I would consider us like alternative punk now yeah yeah i don't know if you guys feel the same yeah but i mean whatever it is yeah but uh we anyway. we play fast music and we have a synth player who happens to have a dj rig that's stage. true yeah. so whatever the fuck that is yeah exactly. whatever whatever you want to call that anyway um so we are going to go on this we've we got the opportunity to to be stage hands well, we're basically setting up the Kevin Says stage every morning for the first five dates of Warped Tour. Mm-hmm. And along with that, we are able to, you know, sell our CDs inside the venue. And outside. Um, and outside as well. And and then we'll be playing, every day we'll be on call to play the Kevin Says stage. If there's any openings, we'll be able to jump on. Uh, but we're for sure playing the Albuquerque date. Yeah. Um, and so that's, that's basically the gist of our plans. For, yeah. Uh, we want to make it very clear... Because um, we have some friends that have reached out to us and said, like, hey, you're going to be at the state. Like, I'm going to do my best to come out there. I just want to make it clear for everyone listening. We are not guaranteed any dates except for Albuquerque. Yeah. That we're actually be playing. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, that stage is pretty stacked with really on- with great, great I mean, bands. Too. I mean, there's like Knuckle yeah. Puck and like all these other great Making bands. League. and Yeah. And, but, but yeah, like we had um, my friend from Arizona reached out because we're going to be in the Mesa, Arizona date. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he reached out and he said, "Hey, like I have to find a way to make it because he's on the other side of Arizona. He's like, I have to find a way to make it to see you guys play." 
And I was like, we might play that date. Yeah. We're going to be there for sure. Yeah, like, I wish we knew. I mean, we're going to find out the mo- literally the morning of when we're setting up the stage. Yeah, we'll, yeah, like, oh, we'll yeah. find out. But it's like, I just don't want anyone to feel like they have to go. And not, not yeah. that there's like... This huge fucking... <laughs> this <laughs> a fucking ton of bands there that you'd probably want to see anyway, but... Yeah. I know, but I'm just saying if anyone... If we were... Like in that in that very specific case where he yeah. was going to drive out across yeah. Arizona to see us play, yeah. we might not even play that date. It's true. Most likely, won't even play that date. Yeah, but there's a small chance we might. So, hey, but if but you're, if, if we'll you're be a, there. We'll be there. Yeah, if you guys want to support us, I mean, we'll be there selling CDs for gas money so we can survive. We don't get catering or anything. No, there, so we'll be. So we're yeah. literally literally feeding ourselves off of our CDs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, so I mean, it'll be cool. I think just to kind of hang out with people too, and even if we're not playing, it's always fun to be at Warped and just kind of. Oh yeah, you know, it's it's still an awesome opportunity. We're so yeah. stoked to even get the opportunity. Yeah. Um. You know, it's exciting. I'm yeah, very excited. It's amazing that. Yeah. The stage manager was down for it, and the yep. Kevin was down. And yeah, everything yep. just kind of lined up nicely. Yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm excited too because it's been a little bit since I've been on the road. Even though it's just like a five day thing, it's like it is the Warp Tour, so it's like I've actually yeah. never even been to Warp Tour, dude. That's pretty awesome. The first time yeah, you're gonna go to Warp Tour, you're gonna, you're gonna be working in it. Yeah, and then playing no, one of the dates. So, that's fucking awesome. It's so cool. Actually, yeah. it's weird because I've had the opportunities to go like the past like three years. Like I bought yeah. tickets like two years ago. Wow. Didn't go. I had to give them away at work or something. Wow. And then I, and then the past two years, Trenton was like, hey, I got you on the VIP list. Come on out. And I was just like, I just got off work. I'm tired. Yeah. Fuck it. I, so I just didn't go. And yeah. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, it's awesome. It's, it's going to be fun. I just, that, I'm a, that's exciting. I, I'm excited for like, for me too. It's like, you know, I said, I, it's been a little bit since I've been on the road. Yeah, Nick, so. tell us, because you, you did the follow. Yeah. Of, yeah. Of, with, uh, of everyone in our band, Nick has the most like rigorous tour experiences that was a pretty it was 2011 we got a chance to go with uh our yeah. record label at the time anchor 84 was and that like, was you were in a shipwreck a shipwreck castaway at the time yeah so um we had uh, our record label like orchestrated this thing where we'd go with uh andy uh who was actually the drummer for, for defeater had has a company called green vans which we actually might be there so i'm kind of stoked Wait, he's the drummer for defeater he was the drummer he was he's in, empty days sleepless nights he was the drummer isn't on that. he That's the guy that you used to reach out to right? yeah i was yeah. like what? I didn't know he was in Defeater. Isn't yeah. he isn't he, he in Hello Good by now? What's up? Isn't he like in Hello Good? He did Goodbye? some, I think, tour managing for them or no, drumming. He, he drummed with them. He like, did, on yeah, tour, I know he did. Yeah. yeah Damn, which is, and he's a tight. He's a fucking incredible drummer. And he like honestly, like on that tour, like, I really looked up to him. Not because I'm an entrepreneur and so is he. And to see someone in our music community do that, it's like, wow. He's also, a fucking great dude. Do you do you want to talk a little bit before you get into this about what Green Vans is for maybe a band? Oh, true. Uh Green Vans is an environmentally friendly uh company where they rent vans to people. Uh, they can run on biodiesel or diesel. I think they've even got a couple just gas ones. But basically, probably have electric by now, huh? I don't know. That's actually. I mean, knowing Andy, he's a very forward-thinking person. But um, since you know, he, it really got its start with Defeater, how they were you know starting their touring, and they needed a way to not only get around the country, but to economically do so, and and why not do so with a lighter footprint? You know what I mean? Which is really cool, and I think really. You know, it's 2015. It's, it's a great you know. idea, yeah. yeah it is. Yeah, and on, on the same note of that, not yeah. to jump off, yeah. I just want to say, if, and, if, and you guys are looking for like a van to to tour in or whatnot. Yeah. Um, uh, David? Yeah. At the Edge. David, David from At the Edge. David yeah. Solis. Yeah, he... Uh, he he drives for you. He rents you the van, and he'll be your driver for a tour. He just does a couple bands. He'll so. sling merch for you too, right? And and on top know, of that, man, he's a good-looking, fucking awesome dude who can shred. And he's a fun guy. Yeah. So why not check that? And yeah. at the edge, fucking check out at the edge. Too. Yeah, he's, awesome. he's been working with between California and Summer a lot recently. But oh, um, cool. If you can book that guy, like to do a tour, and you need a van, that guy. Yeah. I mean, he he's toured all over the place too. Yeah, so. Japan, on a rock too. He's been in Japan what? a couple times. Didn't he do anywhere? I don't think they've been on tour yet. So. 
No, maybe I, they should. I thought they. I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking something. But else. yeah, he yeah. he's just kidding. He's <laughs> tour. He's tour ready. He knows how to handle himself on the road. He's a good person to have if you're going on a first tour. Even I oh think. yeah, he's almost yeah. Hell yeah. So Nick, warp tour. What was it like? Tour. What did you oh, do? Yeah, you guys back, back the to whole thing. <sighs> Man, it was interesting. So back to like I said, um, our label at the time, Anchor Eighty Four, Cody, awesome guy, hit us up with this news. He said, Hey, look, I orchestrated this for you guys. You're gonna go in this van. Only three of you can go. So it was myself, Robbie, and Jacob, and um, we guitarist, guitarist me. Jacob, the lead singer, and then Robbie, the drummer. All right. So we went, and basically it was it was like this. It's like, all right, you guys are going to sell these CDs outside the venue, and then um, Andy's going to give you the ride. You're going to pay a certain amount of money a day for the ride, um, and then you're going to get into the venue as well and be able to sell CDs or whatever. Um, that that part was kind of loosely, you know. It's like all like, yeah. said she said kind of. Yeah, it was very smoke and, smoke and mirrors kind of thing yeah. uh, on the selling on the inside thing. But anyway. Regardless, we were going to go and have this, you know, huge opportunity to do the whole thing minus, I think, like Idaho and Washington and Oregon. So the, every the whole tour minus three dates, okay, which we did. But um, it started off where uh, Pomona. It was so hot. I mean, I can't. That was the first time in my life that <laughs> I think my body was like, all right, if it's going to be like forty two days of this, you're not going to get a sunburn. I'm white, so it like almost was like I surrender and I just got tan, which was kind of cool. But um, no, anyway. So for from Pomona. Until um, I think it was like Chicago, which was maybe the fifth day or so in on that route. Um, we had complications in Mountain View our second day. Um, basically, we were paying Andy for the ride and he was giving us our wristbands. And Kevin thought that he was selling the wristbands to us. So, oh, Kevin so, Lightman? Yeah, which fuck, I understand, you know? And um, so Andy's like, look, I'm not going to give you these tickets. I have to watch my back for my company. I'm like, shit, I get it. Yeah. So we had to basically hang outside and slang our CDs outside and just kind of ride in the van and try to make oh, do. Shit. So for a couple least, days... I mean, at least you, you didn't even get a free ride, huh? N- no, we had to pay. So basically yeah. what happened was um, when Ventura was our jumping off point, we all had a meeting. We were outside the venue at Ventura. We didn't even get to go inside. We slang our CDs. One of the hardest days ever. You know what I mean? Just for so many different reasons. Yeah. Because uh, that was our last day. We're like, all right, well, tomorrow's Kansas. Or sorry, two days from now is Kansas. If we stay on now, we cannot leave. Yeah. We have to make... And that's a scary thing when you're like, Driving across the country. Driving like, across the country. Stay at home, like you're so close, or you, yep. or you go for it. Yeah, so we all kind of looked at each other, we're like, we can't back out, this is too cool, and we just got to do it balls in, you know? Mm-hmm. So we did it, and we drove, we got to Kansas, whatever. Still had to slang outside the venue, and uh, we had a driver, his name was Drew, really fucking cool dude. He was young like us, he was like 20, 21 at the time. So um, we got to be kind of friends, you know, and, and get to know each other and stuff. And um, in Chicago, he's like, hey guys, you know, I know someone at bridge nine, you know, they can, you know, he's going to have you, if you set up with him and help him out, you can sell your CD there and, and, and work inside the venue and and be able to get in again and have it be legit. So we're like, fuck yeah. He literally saved our asses. So Mm -hmm. Chicago was our first day working. We did the lines like usual, went inside, helped work at bridge nine and got to sell our CDs alongside of not only like one of my favorite bands, Defeater, but, um, you know, Defeater, you know, Energy, all these other fucking bands that were in That's B9, New Found Glory. You guys do that. Yeah. And especially it was like Lettuce. because you were on a different label. Exactly. I mean, and I mean, I mean, from, you know. from what I understand, Anchor 84, though, is a label that a lot of people use to bridge out to bigger labels. Yeah. And it's, and there's, you know, it's a pretty, it's a pretty sweet label. It's, it's not like a frills thing. It's, it's pretty punk. Like I'm, I'm down with Anchor 84 is a cool label. You know what I mean? If, yeah. Check out all the Wasn't bands. Polar Break Club on Anchor? No, oh, no. They, Polar Break Club. Heart to Heart was on, when I was on 84. Those are, those are fucking, I, Good friends of mine. I love those guys. There was another I mean? big band though that came out of there recently, like mm. another pop punk band, I think. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, uh, was, was was that one of yours first? No, no, one of yours. No, no, no. Was, no, one of yours was asleep. Yeah. yeah. No, but I mean, like, eighty four has got some cool bands on there. Yeah. But anyway, so 
we would sling our CDs at uh, Bridge Nine and sell them to you know kids that would come by interested in Bridge Nine and and ASAC had a little bit of an edge to it, so there was a an interest there mm-hmm. uh, for some kids and um and uh, no, it was fucking awesome. So for the rest of the tour, we were just you know selling CDs outside in the morning, yep, and then setting up inside and uh, and working at B Nine, which for me uh, was such a crazy experience. N- not only like doing that with some of my best friends in the world, but driving across the country and almost like it's a whole different thing, like. Coming from, you know, being just from Riverside, not doing a lot of traveling, you know, uh, been to almost every state, you know what I mean? Because of that, even though it's just like you see parking lots, whatever, it's not really like the destination. Yeah. Not sound cheesy it's again, but journey. oh no. And it was a fucking journey. Like I've seen some shit that I've seen some scary shit. Like I've seen one of the biggest floods in my entire life in Nebraska. I'll never forget this. I was literally almost falling asleep. Like I was falling asleep and we had barely just gotten like into the vicinity of the, the venue. We're about a hundred miles out, which doesn't sound like. That sounds like a shitload, but it's not a lot when you're driving like nine to 14 hours a night. Yeah. So th- we had to take a huge de- detour. The whole tour did because of this huge flood that happened. And just as the sun was coming up, I was following the caravan because everyone else was asleep. I had no navigation. I have a flip phone at this time. Robbie's phone's dead. I don't know where his charger is because it's in his fucking bag in the back of the van. Jacob's asleep in the back of the van. <laughs> I'm having to figure this out on my own. This is like become a man or like fucking lose your shit. Yeah. So Work. I'm finally. I'm with the caravan. You know, we're driving up over the hill, and I look in the rearview mirror behind myself as the sun's coming up, and as far as I can see, the, there's a flood. Like it's all flooded. And I remember we just stopped at like a gas station. You just drove over. Well, we turned turned right to go cut oh, through these fucking oh, uh, cornfields. Yeah. To go around because the highway was closed off, and this gas station that we stopped at, and I actually talked to a bus driver. I was like, "Yo, you're on the tour, right?" He's like, "Yeah." I was like, "Can I follow you?" He's like, "Yeah, do it." the the whole bottom shelves of the gas station were empty because the flood was up to there and I've never seen it was really sad because you see these people that are like that was their shut that lose their houses yeah they were like the most defeated like people and I've never and it's so different seeing people from the middle the middle middle America you yeah. know what I mean and just like that's what they rely on they're farmers or you know so it was just really like an eye opening experience not only that but so many other experiences and like one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen is like Park City Utah driving through that at like oh yeah. Everyone Utah's is asleep. Weird. Oh, yeah. I've been there a couple times. Yeah. I love Utah. It was like six in the morning or five in the morning, and I was listening to like City in Color driving through Park <laughs> City, Utah. Everyone's <laughs> asleep. That is a moment I'll never forget the rest of my life. It was just incredible. So to, to shut the fuck up at, at that point, but no, it was just, that was an incredible literal journey with those guys. So, so this is going to be obviously different than your yeah. uh, your your previous experience. So what, yeah. I mean, what are you, you kind of hoping? I just want to have a fucking blast. Like I want to, first of all, what I want to do is I want to go out and I want to meet I want to just meet new people. I yeah. want to talk, you know, just hear new music and, and just, you know, see some people. Maybe there's a couple of bands I want to check out, you know, but first of all, I know this might sound really positive, but I'm just stoked to be on the road with you guys. You know what I mean? Because the road is such a special thing. I love touring and, and getting the to see new places. I've gone with you guys is San Diego. Yeah. Yeah. For a that Halloween show. Right. That was crazy. fun. That was a good moment. It's weird. We've been slanging around here for like two years now. Well, yeah. you guys, well, Jose, you've been here for... This is your third year now with, yeah, with but, this band. Uh, this is almost like a second band at this point. Like yeah, we're not we're not at all making the same kind of music that we were when we started. Yeah, and definitely when when the band name changed too, it was like, yo. See, you know. it was funny because when Nick joined the band, I was like, oh, we're a real band now. <laughs> and then when Colin joined the band, I was we're like, real, real. That, that's when both that's, of us were like, we're a real band now. That's when I was like, oh, okay. Now we, now we feel like adults that are making music. <laughs> that's that's true for me too. You know, it's like I'm I'm I, I'm gonna little man crush on on you, Colin. But I mean, I fucking. I, you too, Jose. I mean, everyone in the band, even Martin and Diego, you know, like I, I love being on stage with you guys and just being like, this this feels good. You know what I mean? But yeah. it's it, for a guitar player, you know, for me, it's really cool to know that you've got your shit on stage. Like I don't have to 
worry about. Not that there's anything I could do anyways, but yeah. Yeah. it's just when you can trust your fellow musicians, like, okay, I'm going to do my thing and you can all just be one. That's really important. And I love playing with you guys. So, so you know. we're going to do this warp tour thing yeah. okay. and then we're going to come back. Yep. And what are we doing? This is like real talk. Like, real I mean, talk. We, we, <laughs> this is right now. Yeah, <laughs> we have, and we've talked about a little like our plans, like recording yeah. stuff, but finish writing and working. Well, we have a lot of songs we've done got, like, for an five EP. New songs. Yeah. Yeah. We we've been working halfway. We've been writing music at least. Yeah. And Colin's been doing lyrics on a couple things, but we, it's kind of loosely this warped Tour thing kind of just fell into our laps. Yeah. So we've been we've been working in between. Yeah. Writing and yeah. actually like. Like our bass player can't go on warp tour, unfortunately, with us. Yeah. So our yeah. our good friend Kirk from he used to be in Shipwrecks and all that. Yeah. Um, he's been filling in, so we've kind of had to put a halt on writing and be like, "Hey, we have a new." Yep. We have we a new. Gotta, we gotta train him. We have a new element that needs to be. Yep. Especially when you go from from having to just worry about like, you know, are we coming up with a new record or whatever? Then it's like, oh, well, we're gonna head on the road for even if it's just a five day, and then teach somebody stuff. It's like, oh, shit. And, yeah, unfortunately, yeah. and then in this warp Tour. So. Unfortunately, Kirk came in like in the last two weeks. Too, yeah, so and he's, he's been a champ about it, too. He's, so. he's learned yeah. the songs really quickly, but yeah. it's been, we've been, we've been kind of yeah. grinding away at that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I think, you know, obviously polishing out the EP, doing pre-production and shit, and then, uh, which is really important. We have a music video coming out soon. Yeah, we do. Bound to Sync. That's going to come out before we leave. So this week? Oh. So, dude, this week, holy shit. I gotta call him. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> oh, my God. That's awesome. Yeah, so. Like uh, five, six days before we leave. Yep. Holy and shit, then, hopefully it's done. And then, of course, <laughs> when we come back, we're on the countdown to July 25th, where we play with the Ataris at the House of Blues. That's awesome, that's, too. Yeah, that's awesome. I yeah. forget that's a thing, and then I'm like, holy crap. And we're, we're the only other band the, on the that, right? Coolest? Yeah. Wow. I think we're, we're the only other I think band. we open for them, and we're the only band that's playing. A, well, they're playing. I'm excited. They're playing a whole CD. They're going... They're, like, they're, they're a big CD. The tour that they're on is they're playing a whole CD front to back. Yeah. And so I think... That's why we're the only band because they yeah. probably need a lot of time. Yeah, I'm to sure. Play that I don't yeah. know. No, I'm assuming that's probably. I didn't it is. expect to be the only other band playing. But when they yeah. when they contacted us, like, I was like, oh, so are we playing like first or like I, what, what spot are we getting? <laughs> I didn't even expect. I mean, well, it's, it's funny. I hit you up about it. It's I was like, crazy enough that they contacted. I mean, yeah. I hit this this contact up that works, you know, for House of Blues like a year ago for a show, and they're yeah. like, no, we can't get on. And then they randomly email us back this year. I was like, what? It's funny. I was I was up in Hollywood. And I was chilling. I was like, oh, I'm drinking some. I was drinking Diet Coke back then. That's oh, bad. stop that shit. Anyway, and I was drinking a soda outside. I was like, oh, email <laughs> the Ataris. Fuck. I'm gonna call Colin because that's his thing. And, and then, then we're like, yeah, let's see how many pre-sales this is gonna fucking be. Yeah, let's see if how we have to take a home loan out to do it. So, <laughs> so just to be clear, they're playing Blue Skies and Broken Hearts yeah. next twelve exits in its entirety for the first time ever. That's What's awesome. funny is because. I thought they broke up. <laughs> <laughs> well, because they had that big falling out on stage. Did you guys see the video? No. Yeah, I did. What That's happened? Funny, on dude. stage? Yeah. Uh, so I don't know if it's funny. <laughs> well, yeah. The lead singer was pissed off at his drummer, and he basically stopped in the middle of a song and fucking threw the guy's drum set off stage and was like, this guy's fucking up. I'm sorry for sorry for this. I'm going to finish this set by myself. The lead, the lead singer did that acoustic. Said it. Oh. Start playing acoustic. Holy like shit. Big, you didn't hear about that? I no. It was probably like a year or two ago, but... I've been kind of isolated. It was a big thing. Wow. Yeah, and obviously the Ataris is a huge band, especially in the music we play. Yeah, I mean, they're like, you know... He literally threw his drum set off stage. He picked up his shit and threw it off. That's such a metal thing to do. So, yeah, that's that's intense, and... Damn. I, I didn't Hopefully they don't listen to this and get all mad. I hope not. I mean, eh. Nah. Thanks for they listening. Probably, they probably don't, but... it's How deep are we? We're about... 79 minutes and 23 seconds in right That's now. That's cool. 
approximate. Surprise, we're allowed. We're, we have that much shit to say. It's okay. We just want to yeah. tag him in this. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but yeah so. it's. I'm excited. I'm excited. That's yeah. a huge deal playing for the Atari. He's like yeah, playing, opening up for them. I'm excited, and I appreciate people listening to us talk about our own band too. That's and that's really nice. This is the first show that my parents are ever gonna. And parents have never seen me play music before oh, ever in cool. my entire life. That's awesome. And, and that and that has my parents are gonna be. And that has to do. <laughs> and that that's has awesome. to do be also partially due to the fact that your parents live in Northern well, California. No, I was in bands up in NorCal too. Oh, I was in like. Flossed in Paradise. Three bands. That's, yeah, I yeah. think. On Flossed in Paradise, you know, we could, that's how I got my stage. That's how I got Colin Dallas. That's tight. I like that name. I was in a band called Flossed in Paradise, which is the ship on the movie uh, The Fifth Element. That's tight. And the lead actor, it was uh, Bruce Willis. His name was Corbin Dallas. I think that's so, fucking tight. Uh, Colin Dallas. And then we had, uh, our bassist was, was Robbie. Um, and in the movie, it's Ruby Rod. You know, as you know, Chris was he Robbie Rob? So we're he was Ruby Rob. That's fucking cool. I think that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, that's it. That's Colin Dallas. No big deal. Yeah, no big deal. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, I think this is actually waiting for Churchy to say some race, some snarky shit. Yeah, (laughs) what? That's the whitest fucking. No, well, you white boys with your stage names in your in your what? (laughs) Hey, I'm the Mexican here. (laughs) So what? (laughs) I'm not racist. Yeah. No, (laughs) that's exciting though. I. The first time my dad saw me play was a big deal for me, and my mom still hasn't seen me play. But I, I think remember she, the first time my parents saw me play. Yeah, fuck you. I'm just saying it's a big deal. <laughs> I remember my first show, Nick. <laughs> me too. Actually, I was so scared. Yeah, I was I so scared for my first show. Yeah, the, the first time my dad saw me play was a big deal for me, so I can imagine. When, when was that? Be. Was that? I'm excited. It was when, back to the grind. Oh, yeah. that was fun when it was that, just that me was, and you playing for a bit. Huh? Yeah, when when our everyone's instruments mel- melted down on but, stage, except for whose? Me and you. Stay I'm, prepared. That's what's up. That was the first time your dad's like, don't play a yeah. solid. That was only like a year ago. Yeah, I know. That's cool. But I mean, I played in church with my dad for a long time, so I think to him it wasn't that big a deal. Yeah, but this is yeah. no, that's and my though. mom's still never seen me play, and I think she's gonna go to this one. She says she's gonna try, it, but she has bad knees, so yeah, she I, can't mosh or anything or what. No, she she doesn't stomp around too she much. She can't stomp the yard. <laughs> Dang, that's rowdy. Well, but, but yeah, she's gonna try to go. So it's a big deal. That's that's a huge deal. I'm really excited for you, Colin. I'm excited for them too. They're coming all the way down from NorCal. That's so. awesome. Actually, that's, my, my dad's in like Oregon. He, they bought an RV, and so they're like traveling the U.S. in an oh, RV. Man. So he's he made it a point to make SoCal be at that time. So wow, that's aw- that's actually really cool. cool. Yeah. That's that's rowdy. Damn. What about you, Nick? Is your mom gonna be there? Maybe I don't know. You should. You know, we should get all her parents there. I like That'd your mom. That'd be cool. She's nice. We're we're very close. She's. Uh, I like your mom. Yeah, she's I nice. Hanging out with her like two weeks ago. We had a bachelor date once, and she stood me up. That's awesome. She did. It was actually uh, the band. She stood the whole band up because like, hey mom, we're all gonna watch the Bachelor. With you. She's like, okay. And it was just me and you, wasn't it? No, it was like me, you, Martin Diego. Like, oh. this is pre-Colin. And then she's like, oh, I'm just not feeling well. I'm just gonna go hide because she's very shy. Not really. But and then every time I talk to her about it, she just kind of laughs and walks away. And I'm like, oh, okay. She's like, <laughs> okay, yeah. Mrs. Mrs. Mac. Yep. You guys all watched the Bachelor? I, I'll, she watches no, that I, shit. I I'll I like stop to. in and make Monday comments. Night, probably. Yeah. Yeah. It was actually. I was I trying was to be the new. Mr. I can't stand that shit. I was but. trying to be the new Mr. Mac, but she wasn't feeling it. I guess. Anyway. Rolling forward, uh, <laughs> Nick hates when I th- make that th- joke. That woman has two master's degrees. So she, Nick hates when I make that. Uh, joke. Fuck yeah, I do. But uh, no, she's got two master's degrees. So she's uh, so maybe she needs she needs a master. No, I'm absolutely not. She stomps nuts, dude. She's fucking scary. <laughs> no, anyway. Nick's mom's one of the the coolest, most yeah, she's awesome real ladies I've ever met. She's yeah. really cool. She's fucking terrifying, well, and she puts up with us being all loud and annoying in her yeah. house. Well, I ran a recording studio out of my house for like three years, so yeah, that tells yeah. you something about support. So. And then all of the music and shit too. So no, but yeah, for me, uh, yeah, she might come. I mean, it'd be cool. 
I mean, I think Rob, Rob Von Zabern, a little shout out here. Guy I rent the studio from, good friend of mine. I'm going to give him tickets. I'm going to oh, buy yeah, for him. Gonna so. yeah, okay. I'm going to invite him and his wife. Oh, so. we've got some photographers coming out. One, I really want to give a shout out to. Yeah. Topher Oriel, I think is how you say Oriel yeah. or Orel? Orel. Yeah. Dude, he's amazing. He yes, he is. pictures for us for... House of Blues last time. Yeah, he's, he's incredible. There. I'm he's pretty sure any, anytime you see one of our bands play, like one of the bands in Coalition play House of Blues and you see those pictures, those are him. Yeah, yeah he took Long Run's picture. Yeah, that dude's so yeah, good. Quality. They're awesome. So I was like, dude, I'll give you a ticket. And so we hooked him up. He's going to be there taking Awesome. Pictures. I'm excited for that. He's probably the best live photographer ever. The live action. That's important too. You know, live action, it's a whole like different breed of photographer, it he, seems. Like I, you always see pictures of shows, right? That you get. Yeah, and you just send it to us for, for for free, and they're all like super edited, super nice. And mm-hmm. like, but I mean, even know you. But yeah. I mean, yeah, awesome. like you always see pictures of shows you take, and you're like, oh yeah, those are cool. But I think he's the only one that I've ever get into a, the action kind of thing. I, he's the only one I've ever seen pictures from where I'm like, you captured what it was like to be at that show. Yeah, or like what it looked like in that room exactly. with all the lights. Sure. And, yeah, because he's I don't know how he did it, but like he made those blues really pop, and the, like House of Blues has a lot of blue lights that flash around, you know. Yeah, and um, he did a good job of capturing just like the ha- call it the House of Blues. I don't know. No, I think it's blues, like the style of music. But, oh, yeah. not the blue lights that are no. inside the house. I could have. <laughs> but yeah, he he did a good job of just capturing what it felt like to be in that room. You know. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So shout out to him for sure. Shout for and he's hey, he just started a clothing line. Really? What's it called? I don't know. Topher Oriel Clothing. <laughs> I think. T O Clo or Oriel? Is it? Is that Mexican? Oriel? I, that doesn't sound Mexican. Mm. Oh. I don't see why race matters right now, but well, okay. I just want to know I'm saying it <laughs> just right, kidding. you know? That's yeah, true, the, the uh, inflection of the voice. Topher's kind of cool name. It is. It's pretty cool. Tofu <laughs> is interesting. Shout out to the bass player from <laughs> Hit Me Herald. He's a funny dude. Who might die of smoking. Remember how they were talking <laughs> about uh, the pictures that they broke their car window? <laughs> yeah. I, I went through, I was like going through someone's Instagram and I saw them. He's just standing there with a broken window in the truck. I was like, yes. Oh, it's Soma, huh? Poor fucking <laughs> yeah. dude. Anyway, yeah. So there's obviously no band on today. It was just us. Um, mm-hmm. I'll probably attach like some mixes I've done just for fun because obviously this recording studio is where I do all my work. This I've just would kind not of been... be here. We would not be doing this if it wasn't for true. Hi-Fi Critters. No, nope. oh, it's true. It's true. Clap it up for Nick. Yeah, clap it up for Nick. Thanks, dude. guys. Appreciate that. I'll throw a little. Not, and if you have not been here, even just to come and with any bands that are recording, like yeah. just check it out. Yeah, for sure. Highly recommend it, dude. Thanks. Yeah, I mean there is the website HiFiCritter.com. You can check out some samples I've done. It's a contact page, a lot of the stuff, and you know, I definitely do take bookings. So hit me up. I even do, yeah. you know, just mixing, mastering, or just just mixing, just mastering, or just tracking, whatever. But um, hit me up about your project. I'd love to work with some new bands. You know, I'm all about that. All about kind of like you know, really crafting a sound. So it'd be cool. Any bands that you guys have heard lately, you want to shout out? I want to actually give a shout out. Forrester just put out an EP. Yeah, uh, Forrester. It's from the really area. good. I love those dudes. They're just super fun to hang out with. My yep. my favorite white boys ever. Uh, they like to poop on dollars. <laughs> they yeah, it's a poop dollar. <laughs> dollar. I fucking love those guys. It's so funny. Yeah, they're good dudes, and the comedy to that Blake does is pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Very, like the, very wacky, very funny. Exactly. Very, funny, very wacky. I don't know. Very wacky, very funny. I, I think, think it's, it's very, very wacky. Very funny. I don't know. But the inspirational skateboarder thing, it just it gets me every time. It's like follow your dreams, and just <laughs> that shit makes me laugh so hard. And he does like a kickflip. <laughs> Something like imp- not like horrible, like decently impressive, but like just the demeanor is fucking <laughs> yeah. awesome. Yeah. So uh, I want to give a shout out to my boy Kirk. His band All That's going to release a single soon. Oh, yep. Yeah. And he uh, also got a lyric Kirk, video yeah. done by Nico. Shout out to Nico. Hell that, yeah. Nico's the shit. Yeah, yeah, he is. And he makes awesome lyric videos. So you're going to want to check that out just to yep. see his artwork. Nico Casalda, is that his name? God, we're so bad at last so names. So it's got to be. It's C A S. Something. I don't know about the pronunciation on that. So. Nico Cass. <laughs> yeah. He does parkour. Did you guys know that? No. Oh, that's him. That's Nico. Yeah. Oh, shit. Nico does parkour. Really? Is he good? 
He's he looks like he's getting there. He seems to be training a lot lately. He's like running up walls and jumping over. That's Damn, so Assassin's Creed for real. Yeah, if you guys check him out on Instagram, you'll see a bunch of his videos. But yeah, it's dope. Check out Kirk's band, all that. They're going to be releasing something soon. Check out Nico if you need artwork. That dude's the guy to go to. Totally. Check out Mr. Brian Stoa over at Upheaval Clothing. Yeah, he's the homie. We're actually <laughs> going to try to get him in very very soon to have a talk with him about stuff and and all that. And uh, if you need merch, yeah. go definitely to the guy to go to for sure. Yeah, second if, to none. If you guys have anything you want us to address, maybe on the next podcast. Yeah. Just let us know. Just um, post on the coalition like, hey. What actually, what? I was going to say you guys could maybe send those messages to me personally, Jose Zapata. Okay. You could DM me or you can send them to my um, email account and you guys are going to make fun of me for this. It's Posse. JPosseX at Yahoo.com. It's pretty awesome. That's cute. That's my actual nickname. I mean, nickname, my my email. So, but, um, so send those over to Jose. Yeah, just because I, I want everyone to be heard and actually, yeah. and I'm not... I have a like I have my job and I have the band, but I don't have too much going on other than that. So cool. I'll have the time to uh, to sift through all that yeah. stuff. And next podcast, yeah. I'll actually be able to bring the topics like we did today. Totally, yeah. yeah. And that's one thing too. Like I know that we're all really big on here is the community thing and really like reaching out and like making this a, an included effort for everyone. And I've actually got a couple emails from people who have been listening, which is really really cool. And like just being like, hey, I listen to the show, cool, whatever. We're looking at and, you, Matt. <laughs> yeah, of a couple different people, you know, AJ, Matt, and just you know a couple other people, which is really cool, you know, and uh, fuck. Um, it's just, it's so cool that people actually listen and, you know, yeah. are getting involved. So thanks for that. Thanks for listening. Um, yeah, let's just Oh, wait, wait, wait. What about you? Do you have any bands you want to shout out? Yeah, you know, thinking about it. Uh, let's see. Castaways put out a record a little bit ago. It was really cool. I've already mentioned them before. already mentioned Outlook. Um, floorboards I mentioned last time. Um, what? What are you pointing at? What? What are you doing? Nothing. What are you pointing at, Jose? I'm confused. I'm confused, too. You're pointing at a road case. Yeah. What's on it? I'd say if you, is on there. I'd say if you haven't checked them out yet, check out. Spirit oh, it's Fangs. all upside down Spirit and shit. Fangs? Yeah, Spirit Fangs. Oh yeah, it was old band of mine. Spirit Fangs. Well, I I got is brought it, into it. There's a Chick Fil A sticker on that. It's a Chick Fil A sticker. Does not reflect my political stance, but some, <laughs> sometimes my choice in lunch. Anyway, but um, yeah, fuck. Um, there's a lot of lot of good. Bands AJ's in something right now, isn't he? Yeah, actually, he's in. Um, he was in Outlook, and now he's in Short Stories. Not that AJ. AJ. Oh, he's in the Body Body Rampant. Uh, yeah, the AJ Body Rampant. Salazar. Yeah, they're yeah. a fucking great band. The Body Rampant. Check them out. And also, they're like kind of bigger, aren't they? Yeah, they're pretty. And, and AJ's awesome. That guy's AJ such is a an good drummer. Incredible drummer. He's fucking great. Just, I mean. But he's... also, do check out other AJ's band Outlook and Short Stories. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. And Short Stories, too. I, we're kind of planning on having them on, too, eventually. So, looking forward to that. But um, what else? Um, yeah, Body Rampant. And then What Hands Are For, too. They're a really interesting band. Really cool. So, check them and out. I, I, congratulations to all the bands who actually. Went through the uh, Battle of the Bands process to do the Warp oh, Tour. Oh, yeah. Out on Warp Tour. That's Absolutely. awesome. Absolutely. That, that's it? a fucking pain in the ass. We got between, between California and Summer just got on. Yep. Um, out with the Old just got on the promoter date. So shout out to all those guys, too. So. Yeah, and sorry, sorry for missing your band. We're not. We're just trying to off the top of our heads. Yeah, we we at this show, we completely go off the cuff and just sit think down. the new varsity may be doing it. Really? Good for them, too. That's fucking awesome. Know. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, but I mean, we just completely go off the cuff here, so every every conversation is just very much. Yeah, we we don't plan ahead. Very no, much. So, <laughs> which, is, which, is, which is exactly which is how you know you're, we're just we're just hanging yeah. out, you know, keeping it real. Just all the shit we. And know. I want to say shit we fuck it just fucking learned. I want to say congratulations to every band who's released anything, Sue. Oh, exactly. Because oh, we yeah. we have a lot of releases lately, and I feel like like bands don't get enough shout outs for releasing their music sometimes. True. I'm gonna take Tofu stance. Yeah. <laughs> Just congratulations to every band com in the world. Com every band. Everyone. <laughs> Everyone. I'm gonna clap it up for every band. But yeah, congrats if you released a if you release something if you've done something this year. Or in the past couple of years that has made you feel special about your band, congratulations. Because if you woke up today, congratulations. Seriously, that's that's a battle for some people. <laughs> yeah. I like, mean I just 
I have sleep apnea, so I'm like every time I go to sleep, I'm like I might die. So I'm just saying, like no, I just send the quick text. Love. Like no one can take your personal achievements away for you. So just that's true. If you're in a band and you you feel like you're having trouble being motivated, just make yourself happy. Yeah. Oh, another shout out to to Normandy too. I know they're they're putting in work too. So well, yeah, Normandy's been doing a lot lately. Yeah. yeah. And I feel last. like I feel like every flyer I see they're on it. Yeah. Now. That's that's fucking awesome. And lastly, congratulations on the graduating class of 2015. Oh that's yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. It's graduation season. Yeah. <laughs> season. That's awesome. I see you, Connor Allen Drums. Oh, dang. I see you, Nadia Zapata. Oh, dang. That's a sister shout out. It's awesome. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so I guess that's closing the sixth episode of Off the Record of Hi-Fi Critter. Man. Thank you guys, everyone, for joining us and, yeah, and sticking around so long. Now. Yeah, that's right. So uh, We're almost out of dog ear. Yeah. Seven, right? Yeah, that's crazy. That's cool, awesome, man. Well, <laughs> thanks to everyone who listened and, and kind of tuned in, you know, and downloaded the episode or whatever. But uh, yeah, we'll see you next time on Off the Record at High Five Critter. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. What's that from? That's right, Metal Outro. Bye. Babe, no, wait, babe, no. Thanks, bye.